0: at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in San Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for Tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Good morning and welcome to the Nymptic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favorson, Nympic Loggerman,
1: Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne spinning the hits. Good morning, guys. Morning. Te- Good morning. Technically, I'm only spinning one hit. It's this theme song. And uh, and really, I'm not spinning anything. I just click a button. And
2: All it right. So, yeah, they so, used to. So, we need to get this out on the table. Oh,
0: oh right okay.
2: Right away. Do we oh, have a boy. table?
0: Yeah. Okay. Because... What,
2: you're
3: wearing your yeah, you're, fancy by the pants, way, pants you're, today.
0: You're, you're a great spotter. What do you mean? Yeah, I love Uh-oh. the reports at six thirty in the morning. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. Are, those bait are awesome, here. man. Beach reports. <laughs> yeah, it costs me some gas, but that's no, all right. <laughs> it's all right. worth every penny, right? <laughs> yeah, I can tell
2: you yeah. that uh, I was highly disappointed yesterday. Yeah, highly disappointed because you know Thursday when I'm giving you that report mm-hmm. about what's happening Thursday, mm-hmm. and what we're talking about, folks, live on the beach now. So I'm yep. giving Kevin and Kirk. Like on the water, fishing uh, up, updated, reports yeah. updates of what oh, I'm seeing. Uh, you know, the, are the it's, pelicans it's, diving? Is there bait? Is there fish money. feeding? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig it. Okay, spotter. Thursday, earlier in the week, there was I gave you a really good report. Yep, and it, it was you know there was a lot of bait. There's a lot of feeding. Game on. Thursday, dude, I could have caught them with my feet in the sand.
4: Yeah, <sighs> up in the up in the surf.
2: Oh, I mean, I, and I'm sitting there watching. Oh, them. Were they
4: all glassbitters. Uh Mullet. Mullet okay. Mullet, yeah. The mullet have just it's unbelievable. Yeah.
2: So we're we're talking about the tarpon, yeah. which is gonna be part of our ring power tip of the day. Yep. And yeah. I'm sitting there watching it and I've gotta be at the stadium at like nine thirty because I gotta film some stuff. It's a busy day, got all kinds of things going on. <laughs> yeah,
0: you got a together cough <laughs> <color>? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got the rota and I'm sitting
2: there going. <laughs> Damn it.
0: Jagging here. Why's Jag that got to be today? Yeah, that's a bad part about living. On Boss. Ah. Boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JP. <laughs> JP, I, gotta, I feel <laughs> very good. I just
4: kicked the swab out of my nose. Give me 30 minutes. Oh my like, all it right. It's positive. It's okay. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's like a one-hour uh, swab. I'm sorry. He'll be here tomorrow. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: And Thursday evening, here comes the the big boomers. Yes. And crazy amount of rain. Thunderstorms, lightning, yeah, the whole state, and wind, and yeah. it literally felt like it was a northeaster for a little bit on Thursday night. Right. Mm. Wake up Friday morning. Oceans rough.
4: Yep. Oh yeah, that little swell kicked in that
2: from that storm that went through Thursday night. It's rough. Yeah. And I don't
4: see no
2: bait. What? I don't see any tarpon. Mm. I don't see anything, yeah. and I was ready. I was wow, tied you up. Had I, had,
0: Kirk. I had the baits
2: tied. I was ready.
0: Yep. Well, you know, yeah. I I, I Ugh, fished I, that, uh, I fished every day this week, but Friday, and it was it was it was a great week. It um, was a great week. But I, I I literally I woke up Friday morning to do my fishing report. I had a a, a charter with with uh, Bill Kilgannon, and I didn't see it. But at 1 a.m. he sent me a, a a text. I'm still in the Dallas airport. Oh no! I'm not going to make it. I'm like, darn it, because I had such a a great week. I was really looking forward to Friday. Right. You yeah. know, and it was just Bill and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, I the the the. The piss poor reports, the 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 grind. I, I mean, they were all calling me, going, "Man, you did What's the right thing." There? Yeah, well, yeah. It was nothing. They said it was absolutely dead on. And
2: Friday. that's kind of weird how that can change in one oh, day. Man, it can well, change. the whole
0: state was like that because I oh, drove
2: wow. to
4: Tampa. You know, I okay. had a I had a Wednesday morning charter. Mm-hmm. It got canceled. Same thing. Guy was flying in from Atlanta, and he calls me. You know, calls me Tuesday night. And he goes, "Hey man, um dad's got the corona and I'm not feeling good and we're not coming." Right. I said, "Oh, just two guys." Yeah. I said, "Well, stuff happens." Right. I mean, don't worry about it. So we hopped in the truck and drove down to Tampa and it it was it was like that all the way to all the, the West Coast. <laughs> and then I called Kyle in Naples and he goes, "Oh dad, it's 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 raining down here to beat the band." It was like a tropical storm. Yeah.
2: I didn't calm down yesterday. <clears throat> Excuse me, the uh the ocean did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I never saw any bait, never yeah. saw yeah, they said it was any dead. feeding. I yep. mean, it was just like, it wh- was where, weird. Did, where did they go?
0: I think they just go so, deep.
2: <clears throat> that leads me to my next bone to pick, okay? My uh-huh. first bone to pick was, dear Lord, why did you shut the fishing <laughs> off from one day to the next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, my yeah. next complaint uh-huh. <clears throat> is to somebody directly here Uh-oh. in this area. Oh, in this area. <clears throat> okay. Uh-huh. What is our rule of thumb when we have a Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week?
1: Oh, you need to bring it you in. Bring it in.
2: You're dang right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh uh-huh. oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. And I know where the bone is yeah. headed. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I'm uh-huh. Uh-huh. Straight for somebody directly right at now. you, Chris. Uh, <laughs> me?
4: Yes. What well, me? Yeah.
2: Okay, because. Boy, it's getting squeaky
4: over there. This Wait a minute. This airless
2: fryer cooking tip that you pushed for.
1: What pushed. Whoop, yeah, see, and I got bumped. <laughs> <laughs> see, if I hadn't got see, bumped,
4: see, really, no, yeah, no, if no. If I got bumped, I you could know have what? Bought some lobster mac and cheese.
0: And yeah. I could have, but uh, oh, I got bumped. You yeah. see. And okay. it was kind of violent. Yeah, and, and I'll be honest with you. I'll be very honest with you. I have never eaten anything out of an air fryer. Oh. I have no idea what it tastes okay. like. You are. Right. I right. 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 know That's what you're it's it's good. Good. You know what, you know what still I'm awesome. going to do? Uh-huh.
2: I was really hoping okay. for like a... Wings or something? Uh, no. Well, I mean, maybe, but I was thinking more along the lines of Hot like dog? a rib roast.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Huh. With some rice and gravy, yeah. <laughs> Hey. Well, I mean, if you, uh, I've cooked, you'd be uh, lucky if you got
4: a hot and dog, air fryer
1: yeah. and it's tremendous. It's got you be a vegan hot dog. Dry. Can you do a
4: hot dog? You know, it would be a yeah.
1: vegan yeah. hot dog. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back on the <laughs> <laughs> Nimic Outdoor Show.
2: <laughs> How about a fried turkey, air air fryer yeah, turkey, just like the breast? Or it's
4: yeah. the you know, it's yeah. September yeah. or smoked turkey leg.
2: How about a little chicken,
4: chicken? Oh, yeah, yeah, chicken, roast chicken. They're cheap get a chicken for $5. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, we
2: typically bring things in when Unches. we
4: have a cooking tip. Unches. Well, some people. You've been Let, thinking me, about let me know when you're done. Some people don't ever, you know, we don't ever get any, uh, you know. Cheap. Grub from? Yeah. Just, I mean,
1: just for the record, uh-huh. for the record, this tip that we're going to do – Significantly later in the show uh-huh, uh-huh. is in not year, technically a food 25, item.
4: 25. It's, well, it's not a, a dish.
2: It's a food tool. It's therefore, not, it produces. Speaking of being a food. Tool. <laughs> item,
4: <laughs> ooh, ooh, now we're getting ugly. It and just, just for the record, it's elevated. just
1: and let's 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 make sure that, look, that everyone in the outdoor show family records, knows. So everybody knows. I,
4: I'll show, I'll I did
1: not, in any way, shape, or form, push for said tip. Oh my gosh, uh, you did oh. too! Oh, that's come, a lie. Come, come That's a lie. Oh my go go
4: god! Go. If you
2: guys don't have one of these, no, you gotta get hold one. On. Yeah, this uh, is hold Kirby on. Coke yeah, yeah, cooking tip. I'm, I'm gonna
1: read the text. Okay, for
2: look, you.
4: as being the brunt of many a joke in this studio, uh, as being as 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 my back has been scalded by a certain right. person. Don't know. I don't. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know who yes, you're talking about. It is. Don't know. Sometimes
0: you gotta have a thick skin. There, a cooking tip. Don't know. But this is a must. as in must. Yeah. I have, but oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's a quote from yeah. the text. If, if, if the you've item. been holding out the on item. the air fryer because I... the basket was just too small, it's time to pull the trigger. This ninja foodie right. has two baskets you can use independently two or simultaneously. Baskets. I'm thinking we're getting two Wait, items. Wait, Jeff, this is where it says, you can fry meat. Did you know that? You can fry meat and a side or reheat a cabin sized portion of Angie fries. Okay. Oh, yeah. here so, we go. so
1: so now wait. Now wait a minute. When you bozos
0: right.
1: hop ha- on the group thread and you want to share your tips with Tara so that she could get them up on the Facebook page, you write the copy that she then copies and pastes into the. Am I right? Yeah, Am well, I right? Is that what you no, do? I think you just that's wrote? It? So it. that's what I did. Yeah, right. now, I'm just following your example. This Look, was not some advertisement to bump his lobster thing. It As this is only it was a being, total push. Oh my goodness <laughs> gracious! A, you bunch hey man, of babies! Push. You're As all babies. Being the babies. brunt of
4: many a joke in the uh, studio. Uh, uh, Sometimes, brother, you just gotta, you know, you just man <laughs> no, up. No, listen.
1: You got to man up, brother. Listen, I will take it. you to dish it out if I deserve it. I will take it if I deserve it. In this case, don't deserve. Oh, come, come. I'm gonna mute all your microphones. <laughs> oh, and, here we and go! I'm just gonna play music oh, for three man, hours. This, this table, <laughs>
2: this table that we're all at what yeah. in the studio, uh, it, and it's a, it's it's kind a of buffet like, table. It's kind of like an office setting, you know, where you can put probably four chairs down the
0: sides, oh. maybe five, like a big five. Five. Table. It's it's a picnic table. Kind of like it's table. kind of like
2: a meeting room table, and it's right. got microphones in the middle. Well, like for the outdoor show, I mean, there's the three of us, so we essentially take up. Because we're each getting a quadrant of the table, we take up seventy five percent
4: of the table. True. There's a quarter left. that's right.
2: So there's one spot on the table right. which when Kirk and I uh-huh. Okay, because Kevin <laughs> rarely if ever does a cooking tip, and that's okay. But when he does I did two weeks ago, you
4: brought it in. Yes, absolutely. Carrie hey, it. When, Saver
0: comes out again. <laughs> yeah. But
1: when bread was your tip, you didn't bring any bread in. No. I didn't See? bring any bread See? in. See? Yep. Yeah, so
2: and here we are today uh-huh. with that quarter of the table, which typically is right. reserved for food items uh-huh. cooked from cooking tips. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and, and now oh, what shit. we have in there is some Lance Wait. peanut butter crackers. <laughs> got so Kirk, Kirk's going to
0: donate half a peanut Kirk butter. crackers. donated. We have at a nature bar. We have <laughs> we have seven
4: loaves and two. Two fishes. <laughs> right here. Well you're gonna, you're gonna
1: be waiting on a miracle till ten.
4: I'm hey, just man.
3: telling
1: you. Come on, bring
2: it. I, I feel like we're in the movie uh what was where the kids were walking down the railroad tracks.
1: Stand by me Stand, Stand by Me,
2: by me and they're 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 counting their money and they're counting their food items for the trip. Yep. Okay?
1: Yep. We don't have enough, Chris. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Okay. So this, uh, is, this
1: have, is more like one. the blues brothers when they're getting ready for their road trip. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got a full, yeah,
0: full take of gas mission and for cock cigarettes.
2: All yeah. yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> so serious question here, since this ninja air fryer is so cool. <laughs> did you go uh, just so you can rub it in maybe? Did uh, did you cook anything in it this week? No, I haven't cooked anything
4: in it yet.
1: What? Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. No
4: nope. did not say that. We just got it. You should not have said that.
1: You should have just made you should have lied. We just got it. I'm not gonna lie, that. I'm an honest person. <laughs> So, I'm I an made honest some, person. I made and chicken. see that's why that's why I'm fine right now and that's why I'll go to bed happy tonight and Therefore, sleep like a baby because it I have been, been, been honest all morning.
2: That the first thing <laughs> you cook and your Before new ninja show. would be oh, yeah. for today. Oh,
1: now you want the maiden voyage to be all about you. And that's oh, what no, it is. See, see, now we're getting down to the core issue. <laughs> it's it's about all about Lagaman. That's that's <laughs> oh, what it guys. is.
0: That's <laughs> what it is. Now yeah. we're getting ugly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know, the I beauty of an air fryer, beast. I'm speaking from
2: experience. You can because re- re-
0: reheat? Well,
2: you can reheat, you but can it, reheat. it's a very fast cooker. Unbelievable.
0: It is
4: unbelievable. It's very okay. fast. If you don't have one, you really ought to get one. Okay. We cook everything in it.
2: Do you have an electric we, one? Yeah. Okay.
4: I mean, Mike friend gave it to us from his wife Karen because she wanted a bigger one. So we don't have the giant one yet. But I can tell you right now, we're we're going to. So grab you got a hand me down, and yeah, and, and it's okay. and I'm going to Chris's level here now. I'm telling. Come on. Let's I'm go. doing it. Let's go. I'm you telling you, Kirk. Kevin. It is. It it cuts your cooking time by two thirds. Mm.
2: Really? It's awesome. Oh, yeah. So you could have put a meal together this morning no problem pretty Ten quick. 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> right.
4: Yeah, but You see, don't have to do nothing to anything. You see, just take in, it
1: and rinse it off and the In the spirit, in the spirit and of in honesty. Bang, in gone. the spirit of honesty, I don't really care about you that much to go go to all that trouble. <laughs>
0: Now that is honest. Oh, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Well, oh, that's it, a little yeah. too honest, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: it's like brutally,
0: yeah.
2: it would be. It would have been. The nice. thing about a prior that's, that's
1: fine.
4: You Listen. can leave, Kevin. You can leave the food in it, like a casserole dish, and just bring the whole thing. Bring the whole thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Huh. yeah. And you know what? And you know what I'll do. Kevin Next I, week, you're Kevin saying? and I were talking about the anniversary, right? Uh-huh. And and Kevin, when is the actual official anniversary it's of the the, the, anniversary?
0: The, the the first weekend of October?
1: So therefore, on the anniversary. I will bring in said air fryer and I will cook on the spot. Okay. Oh, wow. Wow.
4: Something to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's,
1: that's being, only a couple, this couple is, three weeks away, right? Yeah, this yeah, is being I mean, recorded. It's not far. This is being recorded so, right, so, for posterity. So,
2: Harold Washard just sent us, uh-huh.
1: uh, us, yes,
2: okay, us a little thing on our Facebook page, and it said uh, it's got a picture of Tommy Lee Jones, the famous actor, mm-hmm. giving this uh, Dust there that he can have sometimes, you know, like yeah, he does yeah, in the yeah, movies. Great, right? yeah.
3: <laughs> and it says
2: Tommy Lee Jones always looks like his son just told him he cooked a ribeye steak in an air fryer.
4: <laughs> <laughs> got that bulldog kinda. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh huh.
0: That's awesome. I got to find where that is on our new page. Uh um, Facebook changed some things up. Yeah, yeah you know, they I, did. I can't, I can't they do the, that. The, the, the message board. We're
1: in the, the metaverse board. now. Yeah, it's all administrative background that is stuff. That's I it. Sick, though. It is good. Yeah, yeah. good. Thank you, Harold,
2: yeah, for priming, yeah, I, I, providing a little uh, I wanted to make sure that- in a very uh, serious moment yeah, this Yeah, that, 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 that all of I'm our- being assaulted.
0: Uh, decals got to everyone. Uh-huh. I sent out a bunch you of decals. Did? Yeah. All right, cool. Score. Love that.
2: All right, since we wasted the entire segment there talking about food that did- Th- does
4: not exist somebody Whee! driving down the highway probably wondering what kind of show this is <laughs> yeah uh, this is the outdoor show this is in the fact this is yeah, we the talk about hunting and fishing as you can tell Nymic, yeah, buick right. gmc
2: outdoor show and, and you can go to outdoorshow.com if you'd like to learn more about what this show is all about uh, let's take a break when we come back we'll get refocused on weather
1: tides it's about time
2: and we can talk to you at 904-641-1010 or you can send us a message on facebook or Instagram, just like Harold did. It's pretty easy if you can figure out where the message board or the communication is at with Facebook. (laughs) And (laughs) if somebody knows, they might want to call us and uh, provide the answer to favor so he can figure it out because he is no Facebook expert, as we can tell. And again, 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
0: Stack Storage, if you've got a boat trailer or a trailer and it's sitting around and you need somewhere to store it because HOA's on your butt, Stackem Storage, StackemStorage.com. Listen, they'll come pick up the trailer, take it to dry storage, five-point inspection, make sure it's taken care of, and then they'll deliver it back to you whenever you need it. If you just go to stackmstorage.com. And listen, first month is a buck. One dollar. One dollar. One dollar. One. No long term contract. It's one dollar. Oh, one hundred pennies. One hundred pennies exactly. Stack and storage.
2: One dollar. Mm-hmm. All right. One dollar. Uh, Noel from uh, Florida Surf oh, Calistos cool. calling in, and which is perfect timing yeah. because this time of year can After be cold. epic. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you're fishing with your toes in the sand on the beach, so let's go talk to
4: Noel. Good morning, Noel.
5: Hey. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, buddy. Man, y'all are right. The the epic days have begun.
4: Uh, are you on the beach now? Uh,
5: about five minutes away. Yeah, getting ready to uh, soak some mullet and catch some fresh mullet, live line them and chunk them up because uh, it's go time. The fish are starting to show up. Of course, the mullet show up first, so it's been kind of a slow start, but everything's there so far. The sharks, the tarpon, and and the bluefish, and I haven't. I haven't hit the red yet
4: but any day now i'm telling you when i turned the corner on sunday and ran up to the beach i thought it was pogies and it was mullet yeah i yeah. mean okay. just rippling everywhere yeah. i was like holy smoke just sheets right. of them
0: right. right hey no i got a question for you yeah, so whatever whatever you're <laughs> fishing uh, surf fishing this time of year and you're trying to catch mullet it, it are the Because I was fishing, I was fishing with Doug Wenzel this week, twice, as a matter of fact, and and he told me, and I can't remember which way it was, that the low tide, the muller, they're in closer. And the high tide, they're out further. Do you do you
5: find that? No, it really depends on what kind of beach you're on. Okay. So whether you're on a, that, that would a make flat sense. beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because a flat beach and high tide, man, you catch them right around your ankle. Right. right. But a high tide... On a high impact beach like Balano or Flagler, it's almost impossible to catch them because they're, you know, they're only out there thirty feet, but it's ten feet deep out there, so you can't.
2: <laughs> okay, now, yeah. What, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think you, you're, you're, I'm, I'm confused here, so I want a little bit further explanation. When you say the type of beach, explain that to me again and help me yeah, understand has, different kinds of beaches you're talking about.
5: Yeah, it's okay. So high impact versus low impact. So if you fellows have ever stepped foot on some places in Punta Vedra, especially down in Flagler where you got that red, fluffy sand, and the beach is very steep. Okay. So a, a five-foot tide, a five-foot of vertical water um, on a flat beach can push you back 100 yards up towards the dunes versus if you're on a high-impact beach like Ponte Vedra or Flagler, that, that water only pushes you back 30 feet.
2: Okay, so you're mm-hmm. talking about the steepness uh, coming off of the, off of the off sand, land. of the drop yeah,
5: the off. angle, exactly. Okay, so that that is a tremendous uh, factor when you're trying to catch mullet, or you know, when you're trying to fish. Like this morning, we've got a high tide at eight something, so we're going to go to a high impact beach where literally you can almost catch these fish with cane poles because mm-hmm. it drops off so fast.
4: Yeah.
5: Versus if we were at Little Talbot Island this morning. It'd be a 100-yard cast just to reach that first little drop-off.
4: That's interesting. I, I have never you. thought of it from that point right. of view. Huh.
5: Yeah, but it also would make it easy if you're on that flat beach to catch the mullet because literally they they come up across that 100 yards of flat sand and you're going to catch them in knee-deep water. Right. No, Versus if I was at, at Vellana this morning, it'd be very, very difficult, especially with swells coming in to catch any mullet. Were the swells big this morning? I haven't I'm I'm five minutes away. I'm down on Crescent
2: this morning. Okay. towards okay. uh Yeah. I can well, tell I you knew, so, last, well, last night uh if you're a surfer, you were, you were probably going on? Oh yeah. Oh they surfed
0: yeah. all week this week, man. The, the swells were uh big amazing. Swell. the yeah. wind the wind when I left
4: the house this morning the wind was out of the west. Yeah. Which I mean, which yeah, if huffing, you get a
2: if you have a swell with a fresh west wind that's, what you want. that's, that's, that's like that's, surfing heaven yeah, right it, it that's, absolutely that's, it that's is.
4: when it gets glassy and the tubes yeah, are that's, on that's, 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 it hollows that's the waves yeah. out i mean i'm not a surfer yeah. but but uh,
2: from yeah. my experience of it's, looking it's, at the waves it's, now it's called a clean break clean break so,
4: yeah. okay yep. what it does to is it lays it out too mm-hmm. it'll make it flat okay. it'll push it down
2: do you need any like do you add any dudes like clean break dude hey dude you
0: you do whatever you it's want, tubular, man. Yeah. Tubular. Come on, tubular. man. Tubular, 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 dude. teach me the, uh, the I always, Tubular. I always hated that word. This tubular dude. Offshore. <laughs> we live for yeah.
4: offshore winds. On yeah. The big yeah. Days. yeah, absolutely. Uh, did, uh, Noel, did you ever see that that uh, explanation by Neil deGrasse who is the uh, what is it the physicist? And he explained the tides, how it, the tides don't actually go up and down. The Earth rotates, and the the, the uh,
5: what? Did, did you see that? I have not seen that. Yeah,
1: that is a really cool explanation, isn't it, Chris? Yes, wait it a minute, really wait is. is. Okay, what are so, we talking about here? So me, the water on the Earth. No, no,
2: no. Who is this guy?
1: Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. Who is he? He's like the, he's like the the super popular science guy who okay. can explain all kinds of physics stuff, like and, popular where, uh, just like pop culture.
4: Pop culture.
1: Yeah, yeah. Worked for NASA as an astronaut. I mean, he is a he's a genius. Yeah. He's
4: so so physicist. where is
2: he? where do you see him at?
1: Everywhere. Yeah. He's uh, all he's all a, over a the guest place. on everything. You know, podcasts, TV shows, okay. all kinds of things. All right he's, now, I got. A he's little like scientists crossover into a celebrity. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And he's good too. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He knows his stuff. And so the whole the whole thing is that the water on the Earth is actually more like an ellipse than it is. A, a circle. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So so what happens is the water stays the same. It stays stretched. And so it's like the sun, it's pulling closer to the sun, and then the moon pulls it farther away. So the earth rotates inside that ellipse, right. and that's what makes it look like the water is moving in and moving out. But right. really but what's happening is the, the land I- yeah. is spinning.
2: Interesting. Uh, do, is there a place that you, we can provide our listeners with There's the a link? Clip. Or the clip with this? There maybe? is a
4: clip. I saw it, uh, I guess, uh, a week Go, or so. I, ago. Yeah, you yeah, I'll you guys see if I can out. dig it up.
2: Yeah, because yeah, that uh, that would be pretty cool to see. Yeah.
5: Yeah. That's a great explanation.
4: It is. It's very, yeah. very interesting. The guy's very interesting, period. Well, I, was, I think, the, I I think the, the
2: challenge, and that's one of the reasons that I love Dr. Quentin White, the challenge when you're trying to explain science is making it understandable
0: <laughs> to the normal human being right. yeah, yeah without exactly. you know
2: a lot of mumbo jumbo it's et it, it,
0: it's really cool when 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 Dr. White's here because he he whenever you ask him a question he doesn't immediately answer you he thinks about what he's going to say That's right. in, he, in
1: our terms he translates
0: in his head yeah, yeah exactly yeah, he it's,
4: knows it's, we're yeah. you know we're not scientists <laughs> right you know we're not going to understand <laughs> hey speak big for yourself or,
5: yeah. <laughs> well unless hey, you got an air <laughs> for yeah you want you, y'all want to hear the uh non-scientific version of being a great surf fisherman
2: absolutely sure.
5: so when i teach these classes or seminars i teach them everything uh techniques and floats and hooks and what kind of bait and live bait and dead bait and and at the end i said you know what i could just tell y'all the secret to this we can go home we can go have some breakfast we don't need to pound this fan for four hours but y'all ready here's a secret you got to put a good bait in front of a hungry fish
3: yeah <laughs> that's <a> great analogy
5: <laughs> and they go, really yeah uh, yeah that's it that's that yep. boils yep. down to
0: that you know and, and I, I i had a, a gentleman listener. Call me on my way home from Georgia. Uh, by the way, two, two weeks ago.
2: By the way, Noel, that's a very simplified explanation of a very complicated
0: yeah. process. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, uh, but, give
2: yourself a little bit more credit than that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, so, just wanted to put that out there.
0: But he, well, I appreciate that. He, this. this, this no, this guy was was frustrated because he could not catch a fish on the beach. And he like, he's like, dude, I, I see you guys catching fish. Goes, so it'd i would be like surf fishing. No, 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 no. King fishing. Okay, he's, I got he, you. You can't. Okay. You know, he's like, I'm, I'm doing everything that you guys are doing. And he goes, I've never caught a kingfish on the beach. And he said, I'm frustrated. So we went through, you know, numerous things. And 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 he goes, well, I, I probably need to do that. And I said, there's one thing that you, that you, that, that, and I said, this is going to sound silly to you, but this is the truth. Whenever you put that bait out there, you have to believe that it's going to get eaten by a fish. You have to. Yeah. If you it 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 got to be confident. You got to be confident. Got You got to be confident in what you're doing. It's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I totally believe that.
2: Well, I-, I mean, uh, yeah. sometimes the simple explanation is not necessarily the right answer. No,
0: it is. But 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 if you put a bait out there with a negative attitude and it's not doing right and you're trying to figure out why it's not doing it figure out Yeah, but it if out. it's a really hey. good
2: bait and you got a negative attitude, the fish is going to eat Remember it. Remember
4: Kelly's yeah. Heroes, right? <laughs> Remember what he said? It's the vibes, man. You gotta have good vibes. <laughs> that's oh, right. Bro. Remember that, Noel? I don't remember that. Oh, oh yeah, either. yeah. <laughs> that's, John Lithgow. All
6: right, you you so uh, no,
2: seriously, for yeah. there's a lot of people that are new to this area that would love to learn how to surf fish, and you teach people when yeah. when is the next class? How do they get in touch with you to learn? And the reason I say this is because, and this is dead serious, right now is the time to know how to fish on oh, the beach. Yep. Yeah. So so yeah. what do they do? How can they get in touch with you to learn?
5: Uh, all my information, the best way is to go to my website, and it's uh, com, And all my contact info is there, and we can line up a date and a time to meet on the beach. And yeah. I tell people I'm going to try to take – 45 years of surf fishing knowledge and condense it down into 4 hours so you don't make the mistakes that I made.
2: And what do you charge for that? Just so people know.
5: It's 350 and I'll take up to 4 anglers for that one price of 350. So all your your buddies, your family, your friends, they can they can soak up the experience also.
2: And so let's say you're if somebody schedules you and they got 8 people. How do you how do you change that? we we'll, we'll call it, we'll tell you we will just tell people the answer to this. Call Noel yeah. and find out. That's
0: right. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, you better bring your yeah. air
4: fryer if you're bringing eight
3: people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks, Noel. Uh, thank you, Noel. All right, guys. All right. Later. That's uh, yeah. that's good information. It's good. It great
4: information. And he's right. I mean, it's in full swing. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I couldn't believe. I threw the cast net the other day, and I thought I was catching pogies and came up with a dozen finger mullet. I was Isn't like, that awesome? Holy yeah. crap. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. And they were on them, buddy. right Now the
2: time. Now, now. Is the time of year to be fishing on the surf with mullet Mm -hmm. on a little fish finder rig? Mm -hmm. And hold on, you never know what's going to happen. You don't
0: have a clue what you're going to catch this time of year. I mean, it could be a flounder, it could be a trout, it could be a red, bluefish. I I was
2: going to go out in in all seriousness. I know we got to take a break, but I was going to go out and I was going to target tarpon Uh and I was going to throw artificial, Mm -hmm. which is much, I think it's much more difficult than using live bait, but I just wanted to see. Yeah, if it would work, yeah, nothing
4: I, ventured, I, nothing gained. Yeah, yeah. Many, a, many a tarpon's been caught like that. Yeah. I've,
2: I've hooked. Remember, you, I was yeah. with you the one time and when l- I caught the one on artificial. Listen, Kevin um, Kevin's kept, kept like, "Ah, you're not gonna catch anything on that." You're, you're right.
0: And, and, and here's the other thing. I mean, I've, I've had to learn how to fish glass minnows. In yeah. the last two weeks, I've never caught tarpon on glass minnows. Yeah. Every tarpon I've caught this year's been on glass minnows. And grubbing? I've had to, I've had to, you know. Kind of dial it in and try to figure it out. Figure out you know? what they want. But it's, it's 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 crazy.
4: Oh, those anchovies have been bunched up in huge schools, man. It's I've just never fun, seen anything like this. It's black.
0: Yeah, they yeah. Yeah, uh,
2: and you know, now you're calling them anchovies kevin's calling them glass same thing. minnows okay well it's the same, thing. same, glass thing. same, same thing. thing glass minnows same right thing. not yeah. anchovies yeah, i don't know about anchovies that. are things you put on a caesar salad no you know? there,
4: there's a, a lot of those glass minnows that we see are actually anchovies really absolutely ask dr white he'll tell you that's yeah. that's, that's true so we could I learned catch them
2: and throw them on a caesar salad you're saying you could tell.
4: you could eat them there's no doubt all
2: right uh Let's uh, let's take a break and then when we come back. We're going to do a weather and the tides, and then also at, before we do that, we'll talk to Tim. He's got a question about fishing Colorado. Is that, that correct, Chris? Okay, that, that, all right. That
0: should that should stretch our uh, interesting <laughs> stretch our spring. <laughs> yeah, I fished uh, Colorado before. I, I have too. Yeah, all right. So maybe we can I help have him not. out.
2: And if you'd like to join us this morning, uh, 904-641-1010, right here at the uh, at, on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, and I just wanted to add. That's the place where you get a best price guarantee, okay? Nimnik Buick GMC and Nimnik Chevrolet. Go to Nimnik.com to learn more. Hey, uh, folks, uh, tomorrow the sale ends at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. It's the Hobie Endless Summer Event, okay? And look, Hobie rarely, if ever, puts their kayaks on sale, but uh, you can get... On the Mirage C- Compass, you can save $250. On the Mirage Outback, you can save $300. On the Mirage Passport 12, you can save $200. On the Passport 10 half footer, $175. So go buy Hagen Coastal Outfitters today and take advantage of the big savings for the Hobie Endless Summer event.
1: Hey, I have a quick question. Yes. So it, this, when does it end officially? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. So the Endless Summer sales event ends tomorrow. Correct. Okay, I'm just taking in the irony. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the uh, just one other thing to add, uh, our event that we're going to have out in uh, uh, McClenny mm-hmm. for the November 5th Hagen event, which is yes. they're, they're opening the Hagen Coastal Outfitters inside the Glen St. Mary McClenny store mm-hmm. out there. And looking forward to that. And then I know that we've said in the past that people are going to have to sign up. Mm-hmm. Okay, the first week of October, the sign up will be open. Okay. for people, and and I mean thousands and thousands of dollars of giveaways, kayaks. I mean all kinds of stuff, and you got to be there to win it. And you got to sign up. So uh, they uh, they actually just got the website kind of. Uh, process going to where you can go online and sign up and again that's going to start the first week of october we'll let you know yep okay when that all gets rolling all right let's go to the phone lines and bring up tim he's got a question about fishing colorado morning tim
7: morning thank y'all for taking my call yes sir sure. <laughs> got a friend of mine that's letting us have our cabin in estes park from the 15th through the 24th and her cabin is sitting the Saint Thomas River runs right through her front yard. Hmm. And we're gonna be of course it's gonna be rut season for all the elk and the moose mm-hmm. and everything. Cool. And wow. I never fish I've never fished up there. I never fished in Colorado. And I was hoping y'all have, so maybe y'all could tell me what type of bait do I need to use. Um, the only, I guess, bad situation would be if it's live bait, I won't be able to keep it around the yeah. cabin you're, you're at not, night to of need, the bear. You're, you're, you're
0: not going to need live bait. No. No. I don't
7: think they use much live no, bait.
0: No. Anyway. listen, um, most, most of that is fly fishing. Um, and, and now I have fished, um, in Yellowstone before and a lot of the guys that were fly fishing, um. I threw spinner baits. Yeah, those little MEP spinner. Yeah, little yeah, MEP little spinners. Little
7: black and yellow spinner baits, yes, like you use a- in fresh water bass lakes and yep. things.
0: Like a, like a an old rooster tail. Yeah, Remember like, the rooster tail. An uh-huh. old shyster. Yep, yep, yep. So if you want to, you know, if you don't want to throw a fly rod, um, and and you want to yep. throw a spinning rod, most of your most of your spinner baits will will work. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, um, yeah.
2: you're essentially are essentially fishing for trout.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, brown trout and, what, and rainbows,
2: cutthroat, brown yeah. trout. Yeah. and those places. <clears throat> the one thing that I would would say first thing I would do is that <clears throat> I would Google search where you're staying at, and then go to that map and then Google search uh, uh fishing shop or mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, well, fishing it's gonna shop, be right shop.
7: downtown. It's going to be right downtown Estes Park, in right. The ma- right there on the mountain. Go to
2: Estes Park and search uh, fishing tackle. Mm-hmm. And okay. then I would go there and uh, talk to the people in there. Uh, I know that a lot of times for that trout, little float rigs with those little uh, egg thingies. What do you call them? <laughs> like the, I don't,
1: That's the scientific name. Yeah.
2: No, they're like little beads, yeah, like little,
0: yeah, little those orange Little beads. egg thingies. They yep. look like fish eggs. <laughs> yeah, little orange okay. beads. Most, most of those are thrown on fly rods, though. No. No? No. They're heavy enough mm-hmm. to throw on a spinning rod.
2: No, I mean, yeah. I mean, you'd
4: you're use like, like a, a little mesh. I've seen where they get the actual salmon eggs or eggs, and they put them in like almost like a I've seen piece, that before piece of too. stocking, like right. a hose. Right. And they put it on right. the hook. And I'd also check to make sure the regs don't require that you mash the barbs. Yeah, down. yeah, that's, right. that's, that's, that's that's what I'm saying.
2: Go to a fishing tackle yeah, 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 shop check. close by.
7: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Find out the local rules.
7: Oh yeah, definitely yeah. going to do that. Well, guys, I appreciate all your advice, and um, I'll call you when I get back. Yeah, let, let us know how it goes. Take yeah, some pictures,
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. and uh, what a beautiful That's time! Sure of year I sure will. To go out there. Thank
7: you so much. Yeah, well, watch out for the elks. Yeah, watch out for the. <laughs> oh yeah, that, well, I'm gonna take my. Uh, tell everybody I'm taking my wife's saddle, and I'm gonna I'm gonna saddle up an elk and get a picture of her on it. But oh, she's not in agreement. Take uh, yeah.
4: Good luck. Good luck <laughs> with that. Out. Yeah. Watch out for the bears. Now. Yeah,
7: exactly. Bears. Right, buddy. exactly. You. Thank you guys so much, and y'all have a great weekend. Yeah, you right, too. Thank, sir.
2: You, thank you, Tim. And uh, Ross is calling in to give you a little advice. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Ross. Morning, Ross.
8: Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Good. Yeah. One of the most important pieces of equipment that he needs to have going up there to fly fishing is safety glasses. Uh, S-
2: safety glasses.
8: When I to, yeah. When I went to Alaska, uh, I was fly fishing, and when you you go in. There, there was a place in the airport that had all the hooks that the doctors had removed from the fishermen. <laughs> and one of the guys that I was staying where I was staying um, was on a second eye surgery Jeez. from up there fishing. Uh, you oh mean boy. because and there's uh, so
0: many people fishing?
8: Yeah, when the when the when the hook release, because sometimes the hook will release on those trout because their mouths are soft. When you pull back, they'll hit. They'll hit you and hook you mm. and uh yeah there was a. Uh, like i said he was on his third eye surgery but he was still back there fishing
2: Huh.
8: safety glasses were a big thing
4: okay interesting
8: and yeah. i keep glasses get, get regular i mean 3m safety glasses
4: i'd have some
1: bear spray
8: you only got you only got two eyes
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no, no doubt i can tell you if i was going fly fishing i would definitely wear that and a helmet because I'm, I'm, I know I'm gonna hook myself in the face. I ain't no doubt about
8: that. Yeah, well, yeah, because I'm an idiot. It, it's Crazy how many? Yeah, well, you got so many people right down beside you just going at it. Because I mean,
0: which it was, we didn't catch to salmon like No, exactly. I mean, I, I mean I when I'm when I'm thinking nobody. about fishing in Colorado, I have kind of got a stream to myself. the yeah, like you know. river runs through it. Yeah, <laughs> <You> go walk <laughs> through the woods. Till you find a hole? Yes, where there's not exactly. anybody around, I, I, man. It, it, I've, I've done that before. Yeah, I, that Yellowstone. It was,
8: was amazing. <laughs> When the, run, when the run comes, when the run comes, they're all there. It's okay. like Guana He's Dam on a certain time, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly yeah. northeast. Roger. <laughs> Roger. Yes. Roger. Yeah. yeah, you don't even want to go. It's no,
3: like, you, no you
0: just want to go watch. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. Yeah, Thanks, Ross. Okay. Uh, all right, guys. Have a
8: great day. Appreciate it.
2: Good advice. All right, let's do a weather and a tides. We'll do a weather forecast brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville. That's the Bearded Pig, two locations, one at the beach and the other one in San Marco. And if you've never been there, wow, Uh, two brand-new restaurants within the last couple of years, and uh, the atmosphere is incredible. All right, uh, today uh, and for the next few days, this is the synopsis. Frontal boundary situated near the Altamaha River entrance over the Georgia waters will lift northward as a warm front today. Southerly winds will prevail over our local waters with speeds weakening on Sunday and Monday as as the frontal boundary drifts southward over the Georgia waters anticipates. What does that mean? Well, we're finally going to get out of some rain, I think, in the next few days. Yeah. Which is shocking. Yeah. Uh, Offshore-wise, today, south winds 10 to 15 knots, becoming southeast around 15 knots during the afternoon. Seas 4 to 5 feet with a dominant period of 12 seconds. Uh, Tomorrow, south winds 5 to 10, becoming southeast 10 to 15 knots during the afternoon, 3 to 4 feet. Monday, southwest winds, 5 to 10 knots, becoming southeast, 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Seas around 3 feet. Tuesday, southwest winds, 5 to 10 knots, becoming southeast, 10 to 15 in the afternoon, 3 to 4 feet. Wednesday and Wednesday night, east-northeast winds around 10 knots, seas, 2 to 3 feet, chance of showers and thunderstorms.
4: I mean, that 10-second delay right there... It just shows us that's just the remnants of that ground swell. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. Can yeah. once
0: you, that. I mean, honestly, you know, like this week, if, if you were a quarter of a mile offshore, right. off, off the beach, you settled. didn't even know there was a swell hardly. Yeah, it you settled know? down. But, quick. man, you got up there on that beach. Whoo, well, it how would about that video up. I sent you? That's y'all. crazy. I mean, that's crazy. That's not good. There was, yeah. a, there was a lot of that going you know, on when I'm, I was out there and, the other day, and, a I couple days. There's two reasons. That bait was tucked up in there pretty tight tight so if you were trying to catch it but then if you wanted to fish on the bait you know if if the tarpon were blowing up there that that, that shallower water
2: which uh which we got a story to tell on that yeah uh there was some video that was captured on uh, on that all right so let's do a tides port brought to you by angie subs the best sub shop in jacksonville yes i was there this week yes i had a peruvian and it was outstanding one out of every four sandwiches sold at Angie Subs... Is yours. ...is a Peruvian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one, out, one out of a hundred is mine. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Good one. Okay. <laughs> and uh, don't forget about the French fries. Oh, they're the best. Mm. Uh, today, tides for today at Mayport. 9-11 a.m. is your high tide. That's a 5.55. This afternoon at 3 o'clock... It's going to be a low tide. That's a negative point zero four, And then this evening at 9.41 p.m., you got a 5.9 high tide. That's your tides brought to you each and every week by the best sub shop in Jacksonville, Angie Subs. And if you'd like to join us this morning behind Top Gun, 904-641-1010.
0: in The market for a Cadillac only one place to go go see our friends at Pod Nolan Cadillac, Mark Halmack and the boys, Deep Bergen. You need uh, stuff done to your car, that, that, that their, their shop, if you when you go in there, is so organized. You set up an appointment, they take care of you. Paula will take care of you, she, she's the one who sets up all the appointments. And also, look if you're in a market for a pre owned vehicle. Go by there and tell them what you're looking for. They'll find it for you at Claude Nolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. I just
2: got a uh, video sent to me from a uh, buddy of mine, Michael.
4: On the uh-huh. beach right now.
2: And uh, this is actually from a couple of days ago. And he, uh, Michael's big surfer, very good surfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple surfers that are really good that I get to watch. Michael is, uh, is incredible. David. And then my son, Dylan. When they all three get out there, I just sit back and watch and, in amazement and watch these guys surf. And, right. And Michael sends me this video, and he says, uh, and he sent this. He said, uh, "Hey, two days ago, I didn't even surf. There was such a frenzy happening in the water. I can't tell if this is a dolphin or a shark, but uh, they were tarpon, sharks, and dolphins in the water. Uh, I, I think the video, and Kevin, you can tell me what it is, but I, I think that that's a tarpon rolling in the surf yeah, right there. Yeah, that's definitely a tarpon. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the crazy thing is, is what that day that." Uh, that I was calling you and telling you about oh my gosh they're yeah. going bananas it's mm-hmm. crazy that
0: was on wednesday
2: yeah there's a guy yep. there was a guy that was out there on a paddleboard mm-hmm. and surfing the waves on a paddleboard which was cool to see right but i'm sitting there and he, dude he's right in it
0: yeah he's a, he's amongst them
2: and i'm going bro yeah you fingers don't see what i go, can baby. see and you're like right there don't you have any clue as to what you're in
0: Feeding frenzy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we always, you know, it's, that's how they get bit. That's how they get bit. <laughs> and yeah. they always want to blame it on the shark. And yeah. It's not the shark's fault. Don't swim around the bunkers. <laughs> <Yeah>. Don't <laughs> anyway. Get into, don't get into dogs' food. like yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Come I, on. I, I know. I know. I mean, yeah. I I sat there <clears throat> this this week, you know, right outside the North Cut, and and you know, there's a bunch of guys on paddle boards right mm-hmm. there. And they get right in there because they, they, I guess they want to experience what it's like Ah. to be in a mullet school getting blown up by everything. Uh, And I just don't. I don't get that. No. (laughs) If you know anything
4: about predators, that's just not a good idea at (gasps) all. You know, the bait got in tight this week, too. I mean, I threw the net a couple times in five, six feet of water.
2: What day was that that you sent? We have have a group text, people. It's it's me, Kevin, Kirk, Chris, and Tara.
4: I think it was Wednesday I sent y'all that. Wednesday. Clay Phillips sent me that. Okay. I guess one of his friends was down there at at Hannah Park, and the guy went in to get bait.
2: A guy coming in on a boat now, okay? This is a guy in a boat. He's coming
4: in to get bait close to the beach. Got tight in there, and from what I – this is what I – Thought might have happened as he got in there too close through the net went to bump it in gear because the wave was coming right. and he wrapped that dog on net in his prop and then he couldn't get the motor started and instead of being bowed to the waves and as you can see in the video there's yeah. a surfer sitting right there yeah yeah so you got to watch out for people if you're yeah. in that close if you're 300 feet and in you know you're in that zone yeah,
0: where and, and, and jeff this was the perfect week for that to happen
3: oh absolutely so, yeah, because
2: we were talking right about there. yeah
0: never, because because for one thing big swell if you don't understand waves so surfing helps you understand waves that's right okay you, you you've got an outside break and you've got an inside break and and if you're inside in a boat if you're inside that outside break and you don't understand that that's happening mm-hmm. you're you're going to, it's going to happen. By the way, this isn't the first time this has ever happened. Oh, no. I mean, this happens on these kind of seas all the time. People don't see, all they see is that inside break. And, and, and that, that big set that comes in, yeah, you're, sneaker. if you're sideways to it, you're toast.
2: And what, uh, w- with this outside break, what Kevin is referring to, a lot of times when you go to the beach, if you're just a casual beach goer you'll see these guys on surfboards and they sit out past where the waves are breaking at. And you go, why are they so far out? The waves are in tight. Well, they're not trying to surf the waves. that are in tight, right? The outside break. Occasionally you have waves that are, that start farther
0: out. Exactly.
2: That's the outside break that Kevin's referring to and why you see those surfers sitting on their boards, waiting, Mm -hmm. they're waiting for the next wave for the, on that outside break. Well, This boat comes in to catch bait real close to the beach, gets inside that outside break, and he's throwing the net like Kirk is saying, and if you're not paying attention, and if you're trying to do a one-man operation,
4: which it looked like there was only one guy on the boat. Yeah, one guy in the boat looked like to me, too.
2: And throws the net, maybe tangles it up, or maybe the boat's running, and he's not tangled up, and he's just not paying attention. Well, that boat got sideways to an outside break wave, and it rolled that boat like, uh, just pushed it over. Like yeah. a toy.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it, literally
2: rolled it yeah. to where it's upside down. The boat went on top of the guy.
4: Yeah. yeah the only two ways you're going to survive that kind of thing is you either get your bow into it. And as soon as it hits you, just barely push it a little bit, and then let it flop over the other side, and get ready for the next one because there's going to be another next one. And then bump it again, or you go stern to it. Don't and, even be and, there and, and let the be, let it break into the boat, yeah. and then flip it
0: back around and get out of there. I mean, we've we've used this as a tip many a times. If, oh, yeah. if if it's if it's this situation. First off by yourself don't do it. No. No I mean, no no. Don't, no, don't no. find a bait pod somewhere else that's outside the breakers. Okay. It ain't, worth it. It, ain't it ain't worth it. Yeah. No. But if you've got two people, you know, Jeff, okay, listen, here's what's going to happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and I'm gonna turn mm-hmm. and I'm gonna point the bow to the east. That's right. And I'm gonna throw the net. I'm gonna throw the net somewhere off the side of the boat. Yeah. Or, or you know, not and,
2: anywhere and, that could be a factor in the motor.
0: Exactly. So when I throw the net, I'm gonna pull it up right beside the boat. I'm not unloading nothing. Yeah. You put it in gear. Bump it in gear. And and and, and, and just idle out. Drag aside. Just, just, just go. Just I'm gonna hold it right here until we get outside the breakers. But still. Even with that being it's a nightmare, man. I mean, well there are times
4: when you you know, and you and I've been doing this yep. forever. I won't do it.
0: No, I won't do it either. I'm
4: just going, but, I'm yep. not going in there. Right. They're like, why right. not? I said, because we'll end up eating it. And well, I, and, I want to do that. And, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah.
0: and there was when when I was running down the beach on Wednesday to go down there to, to fish around the desert, I saw probably six or seven pods being blown up by tarpon. As I was riding down there, but they were inside the breakers. Yeah, I was like, I ain't fishing that. <laughs> you know, well, first off, you can't expect somebody to stand on the bow, right? And 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 throw no. in those kind of conditions. You know, I mean, See so- and that's
2: the, those fish that are inside the breakers. That's what I was seeing oh, yeah. the other on Thursday oh, yeah. and yeah. and Wednesday, and I was going, man,
0: can't wait till Friday. Can't wait till
2: Friday.
3: <laughs>
4: and Friday crickets. That Good rain, now. man. Nothing. Yep. That rain beat them down. Nothing. I guess. Where did it rain? It rained. Why did they go? The whole yeah. state. It rained in the whole state. I had, and I had
2: um, this perfect chartreuse-looking mullet bait that I just said to myself, "This is going to work." Yeah. Should we go to Top Gun before we take? a break? Um. Yeah, we can okay. do that. Yeah. Let's do that. More than Top Gun. <laughs>
9: What's going on? More to Top Gun. Yeah, I got to work today, and I've got to get on a ladder, which I try to avoid these days. And thanks to Billy the Kid's uh, scientific tide report this morning, (laughs) I now have to worry about falling off the ladder because the land's moving. That's right. What (laughs) the (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was
0: that one got me too, Top Gun. I was like, "Okay." i well,
9: Anyway, I've I've got something for Captain Favor. Okay, how about them Gators? Uh, yeah, that was
0: that was a big win. That was good. what a game. Yeah, what a it, game! It, it, it was, really it was good a, game. It was a great football game. Great football game. I mean, what a, what, a way, now, what a way way to end the the Gator game and the FSU game.
9: Epic. Yeah, yeah, epic. Yeah. I don't know who Captain Kirk and, Cap- and Love's team is. I know Love's went to Virginia, but I don't think they've won anything in, I don't know, what, 75 years?
2: <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you talking about?
9: Whoa. <laughs> I think they have got two, got been two been national declared.
2: championships recently with their baseball, team. Uh, with
9: their baseball team. Oh,
0: with their baseball team.
2: Soccer, yeah, they're yeah. one of the best in the nation were year after year. Yeah. Lacrosse, one of the best in the
1: nation but, Heartbreaker yeah. year I after think. year. Yeah. And all that is really oh. relevant right yeah. now in football season. And not to
2: mention, yeah. okay, um, <laughs> consistently amongst the best in the highest gradu- uh, graduation rates with yeah. their student athletes.
4: See go. what you
1: did? All See right. what you did, Top Gun? Yeah.
4: just that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Clint Eastwood during Heartbreak Ridge, and he kid, you know, hands that Stogie, you, to that kid, you, you, you and he goes, "Here, kid, fo- hold this Stogie." I think war declared. You know, your football
1: team
0: sucks when you start talking about graduation. <laughs> 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 hey, look, <laughs> you, you, you'll take what you can get. <laughs>
1: oh man, silver oh, lining, boy. baby. Yeah. Silver lining. The, probably-
2: top gun. Here's the reality. <laughs>
3: oh,
4: okay, boy. here we go. Yeah.
2: Did you know, or let me ask you guys? This is a trivia. When was what do you think was the first what about what year was the first bowl game that the University of Virginia ever went to?
1: 1827. Never <laughs> no. went to. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I mean, that I was mean, the last said,
9: one. not too. Now, what what year, not too many years ago, they were pretty good. Okay. What year do
2: you think that was 80, the first bowl game? 1981.
9: 1981.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna 1981. Say, say 88. 1984, yeah. which is – I mean, that's – Well, I was I clean. Was, right. I, I was,
0: yeah, yeah. That's terrible, I was right? I, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. That's, pretty, that's yeah. low. Peach Bowl. Okay, I was
2: the Peach Bowl in 1984. My brother, My brother oh. was on that team. You went to that game?
0: I did go to that game. Wow. They, they played the Gators, right? Um, Oh, the Gators played West Virginia. No, that was West Virginia. Yeah, yeah that was West Virginia. Yep. In a different year. Yeah.
2: Because uh, I, I can't remember who – I think they played – Your uh, brother played
4: in that game? Yeah. That's cool. They played Purdue. That's cool. 1984
0: – it was the first time they ever went to a bowl first game. First time
2: I ever went to a bowl game. My brother was on that team because my brother played linebacker too. And then I was on the 1987 All American Bowl team, which we played BYU in Birmingham, Alabama. And Oh, God. Uh, in December? Yeah, I think was it was it December. It was December's
0: crap. Oh, it
2: wasn't too bad. Oh, we I, had a heck of a party, I can tell you oh,
0: that. Listen, the, the, one of the we, shut,
2: we shut Birmingham down. Uh, uh,
0: we went, Top Gunn, my brother and I went to the very first SEC championship game when we wow. played Alabama and Birmingham this, this, this is so. a great, this is a cool story so we we get there on on Friday afternoon and went to well, the first thing we went to a, a minor league hockey game uh, we went back to our hotel which is the Sheridan and, and everybody was staying in the Sheridan uh, okay, okay. <laughs> and when <laughs> I'd say the first and, sign of trouble yep yeah, yeah so we end up some and, and honest to goodness this is the craziest thing this pool hall. All the way down this, I mean, it, it's like you walk in, it's dark, it's and smoky it's smoky and, and, and <laughs> listen, listen, play pool like beer for for money. Oh yeah. Okay. Um Vince Dooley, Jackie Cheryl, uh Billy the uh, old biz coach. Um but so all the SEC coaches were down there. They were there? They were playing pool. Oh,
3: okay. Wow. So we wow.
0: we throw our money on on my brother and I throw our money up there. And we killed them all night. It was we had so much fun with these guys, but it was just and, and you know, uh, yeah, obviously we, we just loved to bust Vince Dooley. That was that was so much fun. But uh, Jackie Sherrill, who you, I don't know if you guys remember Jackie Sherrill, one of the Mississippi State, one of the biggest cheaters. I mean, and this guy was was he even tried to cheat and pool. You know, I mean, so uh, it was, it was, it was a cool evening, you know. And, and uh, but I, the, the, re, the reason I say that, Jeff, is we got up the next morning and it was snowing, mm-hmm. and you didn't have the clothes for it. Brutally cold. Uh, <laughs> I mean, worse. Brutally cold. Uh, that's yeah. Worse. Great memories, though. Great memories.
9: Go ahead, Tom. Well, I, be- I believe I believe that Brewer. the Jags, right. my Jags, can get a win Sunday. Me too. I'm thinking they can get a win. So, boys. Come back with a win. Don't you lose that game. You hear that, Logs? Mm-hmm. If you don't win, don't come back. Yeah. Oh. Oh. What does yeah. he got to do with it? All so. he does is call the game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, and, does a, and does a fantastic job. You forgot that.
1: Agreed. Oh,
0: well, oh, I yeah.
9: appreciate
1: Would, that. Credit where credit's due. Yes. yes. Right. Does, hey,
9: these, as these much as I hate to say old. it. Yeah. These two good old boys went out hunting, and um, oh boy. are they, they blonde? They're they not to be blonde. Or are they just? No, yeah, they got to be blonde. No. Two dudes. Oh, they're <laughs> really two, in two blonde dudes right. with beards. And yep. they killed a big, uh, killed a big uh, buck
1: with
4: Budweiser and labels they, on their forehead.
9: They had to, the, they had to track him, <laughs> they had to down and everything, and they finally found him, and they start dragging him, and these, uh, they run up on these two boys hunters walking the opposite direction, they stop, and uh, one of the other guys says, man, that's a big old buck there. He says, uh, I'm not trying to, I don't like to get anybody's business or anything like that, but I think if you boys would drag that thing from the other end, you'd find it a lot easier to drag because the uh, antlers aren't all dragging in the dirt and everything. So they left, and the two guys left and went on about their business and hunting, and uh, the two good old boys said, uh, well, you want to try dragging this thing like those guys said? And said, yeah, we'll give it a try. So they started dragging it. They drove it for about 45 minutes, stopped to take a break, and one of them said, you know, I believe this is a lot easier dragging this way, dragging it this way like them guys said. What do you think? And he said, yeah, it's easier, but I think we're getting further away from the truck. (laughs) (laughs) LGS, (laughs) <laughs> With
4: two oh. Budweiser stickers on the forehead, <laughs> that's right. we're on the patch. I think they were, we're on the, <laughs> the patch. We're on the patch. Yeah, that's still one of the funniest Absolutely. jokes. Absolutely,
0: no that's doubt. Great. We gotta go. We gotta. <laughs> we gotta take a break.
2: Long here. overdue. Yeah, long overdue. Uh, if you'd like to join us, call nine zero four six four one ten ten. We come back. We're gonna have an LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week. Welcome back to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Zinc Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hire Supplies, quality fuels and lubricants all across the Southeast and if you need help with your business, they're in your bottom line. LVHIRS.com to learn more. This week's tip, your tip is a you know, How many times have we had a permanent deer stand, ground blind and we're always looking for a comfortable chair? Okay, office chairs. The old used office chairs are awesome.
0: They are awesome
2: until but, the squirrels get a hold of well, it,
0: not only like that, but try to get that thing up a, a ladder. Oh even, my goodness, even, dude, they're heavy. Or yeah,
2: or when you're right at that moment of truth, and you move the chair and it goes. <laughs> uh,
3: <that's> the <laughs> right.
2: And yeah. there you goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, been there your done buck that of a lifetime. Yeah.
0: So, so this is like this is perfect because. We got our new ground blind. Uh, you know, uh, last weekend, Labor Day weekend, Roger uh-huh. and I, Carrie and Fancy, went up to the property. and we, Roger and I worked all day on Sunday. But he bought one. Of, have you seen the new ground blinds that you can see 360? Yeah. Yeah, they're
4: cool. Those are weird looking, aren't
0: they? Awesome. That's it's, right. it's,
2: it's weird because you can see out yeah. of these ground blinds, but you can't see in. You can't. And it's freaky because you almost feel like you're standing outside naked. Yeah,
0: you 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 when you sit in this thing, like you just don't believe it. Yeah, you it's the it's the wildest thing, you know. And 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 yeah. like like Jeff said, I had to go get in the food plot and look back. I'm like, I'll be damned. You cannot see. Yeah, in you can't thing. see in it, but you can see out 360. It's cool. Anyway, th- this this chair would be perfect. Yeah, for, for that for that ground blind.
2: Yeah, it, uh, Tara's dad wanted to make a little contribution to to the you know to Mm -hmm. the farm and i said well we need some new chairs for a couple stands and and he had provided some some of those old office chairs that we unfortunately the squirrels got a hold of and the owls had a defecation party on it (laughs) on one of them (laughs) had to throw that one out dude that smelled so bad
0: (laughs) it's awful
2: i mean it smelled so bad yeah with Al, did you just tube. like push it out the back? Literally threw it out the <laughs> back, and it's one of those stands that uh, it's about twelve feet high. Yeah, boom. Yeah, oh you know, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, literally, I smelled like Al uh, crap. Did you have carpet in there? No, I have no. Okay. Uh, like a like a rubber mat. Okay, right. in there. You but anyway, this out, this new uh, chair that we got that, that Terry got it's, it's a hawk hawk big Denali <clears throat> luxury blind chair, and it is extra large. As advertised, and it's silent, just like it's advertised, and it comes in a box.
0: Does it swing?
2: Yeah, it swivels, okay, swivel, but it doesn't sip. tilt back, okay. which is fine. Which I don't is, want that.
0: Right. I agree with you on that.
2: Because yep. I don't want the... <laughs> I don't
0: want to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll still go to sleep <laughs> in it, but
2: I don't want it to to go back because that those were the ones that make noise. I agree. Yep. And those are the ones that I, you just don't want it... Well, if you do fall asleep, you don't want to hit your head on the back of the the, the blind or whatever. Yeah, right.
0: Have you done that before? John? Oh,
2: absolutely. I've actually uh, intentionally gone to some stands in the morning on purpose, knowing
0: that you can get a 10 that minute. I can
2: get a good thirty to forty minute nap. That's funny. And I guarantee, you, I had big bucks walk in front of that stand. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean sometimes that's the way it is. But anyway. Uh, this is a really cool little deal here. It's, uh, it's the Hawk Big Nile. You can get them at Amazon. They're on sale right now. They're one hundred twenty nine bucks, and uh, trust me, they're worth it. And they are a little bit of a
4: challenge to put together. Oh, you got to put them together. You just don't pop out of that box, huh?
2: Well, and it's not difficult to put together, but you got to have a little bit of muscle because you're. It's a. It's like a. Uh, what's the right term? It's a hammock style seat, mm-hmm. so it's the fabric is stretched, yep. and so when you're putting it together you're uh, stretching the the frame on the outside right. of the seat like
0: so you're fighting the tension
2: yeah right. so it's it's a little it's, bit it, of a it
0: it's it's challenge. a lot like some of the ladder stands we use now correct you know yeah yeah sure. it's,
2: it's it's not impossible and i'm not saying it's hard or i'm just yeah. saying it's just, you know it, it might take a little bit of muscle to
0: But if you're weak
1: then it's difficult that's so but
2: uh, nothing venture, nothing gained. This is a uh, totally, totally worth it. Again, it's uh, the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. It's the Hawk Big Denali Luxury Blind Chair. Last week we did the ladder stand, the X stand. This week it's a blind chair, so mm-hmm. you should be comfortable and safe in your deer stands. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's uh, let's take a break, kind of catch up here. When we come back, we'll talk to Harold. He wants to talk a little fishing this past weekend. We can talk to you nine zero four. Six four one ten ten right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Here, uh, if you're thinking about selling your boat, yes, okay, it is. And that's the time of year is to call Guy, okay, not a guy, Guy, that's his first name. We know name. a guy. We know a guy. Mm-hmm. And he's awesome at Consignment Boat Sales. His name is Guy. <laughs> and uh, he's been busy meeting with uh, sellers of bay boats, center consoles, and flats boats to help them get their boat on the market. And uh, if that's you, it's, it's time, people. Call Guy Consignment Boat Sales at 904-249-6225, or you can visit jacksboating.com, jax 21 years he's yeah. been in business. Okay, you don't stay in business for nope. 21 years in the used, used boat business I, I, unless I, I, you've got something that you're yeah, really good at.
0: I'll tell you, Kirk has done the same thing, but um, you know, I hear people on my boat, Talk about oh, I need to sell my boat this and the other. And I'm like, look, and, and, and just just call guy. He'll he'll take care of it. And most of them are like, oh, he takes ten percent. You know, that's consignment boat sales, right? Then they, after everything's said and done, they come back to me and they go, thank you, Yes. because they got more for it than they would have even with the ten percent. And the whole thing is, guy takes care of it all, all the well, paperwork, everything. So, he'll take anyway. your
4: boat and detail it. That's right all the way down to the battery terminals. I mean, when the boat is is detailed and people open it up, the boats look new. Yep.
10: So, anyway. All right, let's go
2: to phone lines, and if you'd like to join in, folks, 904-641-1010, let's uh, talk to Harold. Morning, Harold.
10: Morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Morning, buddy. Hey, uh, Tuesday uh, I had to do some work on the uh, Volano Pier, and um, recently I got a little handheld vhf and um i listen to the saint augustine guys uh in the mornings and boy there i tell you um so i'm working on the pier and uh this is a volano pier not the, not the beach pier but now I,
2: now now for, for people that don't know what the volano pier is it's the old bridge yeah part of the old yeah. bridge that used to go across the intercoastal on the north side of the saint augustine inlet right
10: Correct, correct, yeah. So uh, I'm over there uh, working on the bridge. I look over, and uh, I see uh, Hollywood, uh, which is uh, better known as uh, Captain Ricky Papour. Him and his wife are over there. They're, they were just uh, wearing on the redfish over <laughs> there. So, uh, yep,
1: Hollywood sighting.
10: <laughs> Hollywood, yeah. So uh, I call him later that evening, and he said, yeah, man, we did great. So uh, I told myself, I said, you know what, I'm going to take a day off work. I'm going to go fishing. Well, I couldn't find a soul to go with me on Wednesday, so I loaded up and went, uh, copied all his what his spot and everything, which, uh, you know, anyway. So. <laughs> Why not? Why, yeah.
3: Why yeah. Not? yeah?
10: It's right out in the wide open, so I go to Comanche, get that one throw, 40 mullet, I'm good, I Got had some crab on the boat. Well, fellas, I put uh, one bait down and turned around to, to hook another rod up, and it was on for 45 minutes straight. I had rods going over and i mean just uh mass hysteria i mean i actually lay down i took all the rods out of the water laid down on the bottom of the boat i was completely worn out <laughs> uh i mean it was the most epic 45 minutes of uh fishing that i've ever had just about it was just it was just Oh, did you call
2: minutes. and thank ricky yeah hollywood hollywood oh, yeah. yeah he just absolutely,
10: did absolutely. Yep. <laughs> get it on air so uh Fast forward, uh, all the people I called Wednesday to go with me, uh, they're all calling me yesterday. Hey, let's go fishing today. I said, Well, I took off work Wednesday to go. So, anyways, I, yeah, I said, You know what? I'm I'm gonna go anyway. So we went yesterday. Well, of course, the the bite had turned off, but uh, man, it, it still was an epic day yesterday because uh, I took my 12 year old with me, and he put a tarpon in the air, and it was the first tarpon that I've I even witnessed on the boat, you know, being caught. And uh, that little fellow's face and uh, me and my buddy that were on the boat, we were just – that just made our day. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't know how to gauge uh, the weight of that thing, but I'm going to say he was probably about a foot and a half to 18 inches uh, across the back, you know, the widest part uh-huh. of the back. Mm. Maybe 60 pounds, 70 pounds. I don't really know. But
4: That's a fat one there. Man,
10: our, our, uh, our hearts were just uh, – you know pumping like crazy when we seen that thing air and just tail walk and everything else and it was only about a five ten second fight, but uh shook the hooks and but uh, I but, came home yesterday just a happy dude and my little guy got to catch one that's
0: that's and cool now, now, I can't wait to go again now, exactly, yeah, it's that time of year it's so I mean yeah. you know um I may burn i don't know ten gallons for the week. <laughs> You know, now I did. I did make the run down the beach to, to the desert um, earlier this week, but I mean, if you don't, you don't have to go anywhere. Hell, you can just
10: fish around the bridges. I'm gonna tell you too. I'll just go ahead and tell the spot. Uh, it was right in San Sebastian, at Genevar's dock, where I was unexpected to even see a tarpon. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, that, what a great day! That's, great day. All that. right, so my my
2: my question going back to your initial comment about you're doing some work on the bridge well, what kind yeah. of work are you doing on the bridge
10: oh well, i work for uh st john's county i'm an electrician and i was uh working on the lights down there ah yeah yeah so uh so you just it's not yeah. a bad it's not a bad place to work i can tell you that i know see all the boats coming and i got my uh, vhf on my side i'm listening to all the conversations so, you, so. the only thing you're listening <laughs>
0: to is scotty shake that's me
3: <laughs> that's me <laughs>
10: Hey, what's, what's fun, what else is funny is I can drive the Ponte Vedra, and he's the only one that breaks the squelch on the little radio. So.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks, Harold. Yeah, man, y'all have a good one. Okay, buddy, you too. Thanks.
2: All right, uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Faith has a question for me. All right. Morning, Faith.
6: Good morning, Jeff. How are you?
2: Good, thank you.
6: Have you um, been successful in your quest for your megalodontus?
2: I have not.
6: Okay, so no one's going to tell you where to look. <laughs> shark, shark teeth lookers are as secretive about their their spots as you guys are about your favorite fishing holes.
3: Fishing right. What, but,
6: what,
2: what Faith is referring to is that uh, one of the things that me and Tara enjoy doing now that we're at the beach is we love finding shark's tooth, mm-hmm. teeth, however you say that. And, uh, and obviously the bigger the better is kind of the find, and, and the megalodon teeth is like that's the holy grail of sharks. Correct. Right? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever found one? No. Have you no. ever found one, Kurt? No. Oh, yeah. You have? Mm-hmm. Speaking really? of microphone, would might help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
6: I have. Well, then let him take you to find one, because um, my, form, my boss um, had to dive for them, and he actually dove at the mouth of the St. Mary's. Um, you know, there's people who will take you out there, and you can go dive, but you gotta, if you dive, you go down, and you, you know, swirl around in the muck in the dark, and you know, your chances of finding them are, I don't know what the odds are. He came up with some pretty good ones. So, um, the other thing is he gifted me with a, a gift certificate to go down to the Peace River. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, there are, uh, fossil guides down there and you can go, um, uh, kayak yourself. He'll, he'll guide you. He's a tour guide. And where Where's you.
0: the Peace River?
6: Uh, uh, on the West Coast. It's a, um, shoot. Um. You have to drive about mm, six hours from here.
3: Huh. Okay. Okay.
6: It, it empties out into the Gulf. Uh, huh. but, uh, you can only go during certain times of the year when it's the river is low, and um, then you kind of dig in the sand. Now, again, your success at finding one there just depends on the the gift of um, Mother Nature. You know, you have to dig in the in the silt. But it's he's a really good guide, and if you want that information off the air, I'll give it to you. But um, I've heard in the past, like, the spoil piles on Blunt Island are where you go. But you That's can't the most popular spot. It, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. top And um um I Has
2: anybody, and, and sorry to, to interrupt you, no, Faith, no, no, go but ahead. Has, has anybody, because, you know, down in St. Augustine, Kevin, mm-hmm. are they still doing the dredging on the beach, no. renourishment no. thing? I wonder if they would ever, or if, if people sit there and watch – I, that, that's, what I that's what I was telling
0: you on it was the beach. there because it wasn't that far north or right, south of you. Right. You know, you probably could have found out well,
6: when when Mayport had all that dredging. Um, I would go and go through the dredge piles, and um, when they, you know, you couldn't get very close because it was a safety issue. But found a lot of shark vertebrae and some, you know, old shells and and some teeth. But after a storm, like when we have a really good nor'easter, you may or may not find one. A couple years ago, someone brought a, a tooth into the vet clinic. And um, it was Megalodon tooth, but they used to be more, they used to be more plentiful. But I think with everybody looking for them now, I think you finding them on the beach is kind of, mm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that they, you know, walk in the beach and. Sharks. T- I mean, for for years and years and years and years, and and knowing so many people, that, yeah. I've never known of anyone that picked one up on the beach. Yeah, I've yeah. never
4: picked one on the beach around here.
0: Yeah,
6: there was a there was a story like way back in the early two thousands. Um, uh, if you kind of Google shark shark tooth um, megalodon, there was a lady who lived on Ponte Vidra and she she found them. But huh. that's you know twenty something years ago. So. um People are really ago. out there looking for them. <laughs> it is. <laughs>
2: it's like the Holy Grail. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know.
6: Oh, yeah. I've been looking. I've been looking for them for years now, and I have yet to. Uh, I found pieces of them, but not. Um, and oh. that was on the Peace River. And uh, but I found you know you find you will get gifted with some really good ones out there. Um, I, I'd love to there. see
2: some pictures, and and so Faith mm-hmm. or anybody else that's listening for that matter. I mean, I'd love for y'all to share share pictures with us. On sure. our Facebook, Facebook page, Instagram yeah. page, so that we can see the megalodon's teeth that that y'all have found, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter where. But I'd well, love to I'll, see them.
6: Sure, I'll ask. I um, my my former boss is now back up in Ohio, so um, I'll ask. You know, awesome. The find, and um, I'll send it to you guys. But yeah, that's the uh, shark tooth hunters, uh, like you said, holy grail. And yeah, I, oh, yeah. But if you dive, if you if you dive, that's um, that's the way to do it. I like it. breathing yeah. air.
3: Yeah, okay. me too. I,
0: I don't want to go out on that muddy we'll, bottom. We'll, we'll leave the dive. I don't need <laughs> to find one that bad. Nope. Yeah. Nope.
6: I will tell you, <laughs> yeah. I will tell you, I will just, everybody's going to shoot me, but um, if you go to Cumberland Island um, and you go to the spoil Piles there, you may be lucky there because if you look at the park rangers, you know, you watch people walking along the roads, there's shark's teeth all over the roads there. Mm-hmm. But the park rangers up there will find teeth on a regular basis. And it's not always beckolid on. It's some pretty good teeth. So yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> all right, thank nice. you,
2: Faith. We gotta take a break. You have yep. a
6: great
8: day. Yeah, appreciate good luck it. Tomorrow, Jeff. One of the uh,
2: one of the great things about about or the one thing that's a little unnerving, you walk the beach, you know, and, and Vedra is a great area to find yes. shark's teeth. And but you're sitting there and you find all these sharks' teeth and you're sitting there saying to yourself, damn it, man.
4: That's a lot of sharks. That's deep. a lot of sharks. Yeah, a lot of,
2: <laughs> of sharks. Deep. Exactly. Hey, so, by the way. Uh, so that means, by the way, that there's a lot of sharks yeah, swimming yeah. right there.
0: Yeah, um, uh, Rick Stinson from Strike Zone said, uh, Peace River, Charlotte Harbor. So that would make sense.
2: Okay. Yep. All right. All right, uh, let's take a break. And uh, don't forget, folks, if you've got a little piece of waterfront heaven, CNH Marine Construction can make that piece of waterfront heaven even better. Mm-hmm. And they do docks, bulkheads, boathouses, everything. And uh, they're also looking for workers. Always. So
0: They're expanded. Go to the homepage no
2: of outdoorshow.com. Two is back-to-back. Click on the CNH Marine Construction link, and you can make your piece of waterfront heaven better. And you can make your job standing even better by taking a job at CNH Marine Construction. If you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010, right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road and in McClenney is your home for Kubota Greatly zero-turn mowers, hot seat Pressure washers, all your steel power Equipment and all the land pride Attachments go on the back
0: of your Orange oh, Army Oh, oh, Kubota. oh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah oh, oh. Good stuff Good stuff, so Kirk and I were talking during the break, and and, and Jeff, you, the, the the outdoor show is kind of a lot like our charter business in, in a way. You, I mean, think about how many contacts in your phone are from the outdoor show. Uh, like all of them? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and Kirk and I, I I enjoy, I love talking to people. I mean, yeah. I just do. That's what you do? And, and, yeah, you know, and, and, and talk to them. Well, anyway, ring power. Um, brought two guys, Buddy and Charles, uh, last early last week. Uh, you know, good customers of theirs. And so I'm, you know, I'm, you know, me, i we're slow trolling the beach, so you got time to talk, you know. And I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing? They're like, well, we work for Duck Duck Rooter. I'm like, cool, wah,
1: wah.
0: yeah, you know. And and so, you know, being, the, I'm like, you know, I have some <laughs> things that need to be done at the house. Everybody's you know? got plumbing but, issues. But have you tried to call a plumber lately? I know. There are, oh, I mean, they're unavailable. Booked. I mean, yeah. so, and, and and there there were small things that needed done, but they needed to be done. And they were upstairs. Kids are gone, right? So you really don't pay attention to it. But I didn't have any hot water upstairs. Mm, not good. So, and they're like, look, we'll, we'll take care of it. I'm like, really? Yeah. So, I mean, literally the next day, Buddy had the dispatcher call me. What day's good for you? Uh-huh. you know, set it up. They showed up and. Fix all my stuff. And then, and then, in the meantime, I had other questions, right? Um, you know, about because I have, um, I'm not on city water. I'm on a well and I have pumps and the pumps weren't running exactly right. You know, and they're like, well, we need to do this, this, this. Stuff. Loved it. Took care of it. But I did ask Buddy, because I'm always inquiring, right? I said, um, you know, we don't have a plumbing company on the outdoor show. Buddy listens mm-hmm. every Saturday. And he goes, look, I'll, I'll talk to Jeff, the owner. And he said, Well you know, we'll see what we can do. And anyway, I he gave me his number and lo and behold, we've been going through this the last ten days or so, but Duck Duck Rooter yesterday signed up to be the presenting sponsor of the, the Mimic Outdoor Show. All right. Which is really cool. Yeah, know, I mean good people, um, excited to work with them and um it's it's uh, I just I I, I just always like how things like that happen you know in our business um but i, I held the our, our doctors and our cpa and oh yeah <laughs> it's all it's, it's we've it, known it, them forever we, we've known them forever you know yeah it's good same stuff. thing with uh with all of our
2: advertisers i mean it's it's been a family
0: yeah that's right so, it's a family and i said so i cool was talking, talking to jeff norman about yesterday with welcome duck, duck, aboard
2: duck duck rooter uh,
0: yeah <laughs> now we got to come up
2: with some kind of fun thing you know about hunting ducks exactly
0: that's what i was thinking oh hey, you know the
1: official spokesperson is scotty brown yeah we got the
0: expert yeah that's right yeah
2: yeah these. so what is their official mascot a
1: We're duck doing. A I duck. Know, i know
2: but what kind
0: of duck
1: it's, it's gotta a, be a cute little it's a cute little duck it's gotta be it's a, a mallard a, it's it a, a no
0: no no it's kind of uh cartoonish like, yeah uh, it reminds okay. me yeah, it's not like a green it's not like or, a, you know, no. a real no. Mallard. no, no 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 it's, it
1: reminds me of the carnival game where yes. you pick a duck up out of the little out uh, of the little stream yeah. and it has a number on it and you yeah, get a prize. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those ducks. It's a little, oh. it's a little rubber ducky.
3: <laughs> I got Technically,
1: you. that's the species. <laughs> yes. Rubberus hmm All right. I'm on a science kick today. All right. Well, you yep. have to keep it up. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh, that's that's good stuff. Uh,
2: when does bow season open in Georgia? Well, that's today. Right? Oh. What? Yeah. What? Hey, do you got your waders ready? Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. We're going up today to work on the cameras. Yeah, good luck. Uh, I'm telling you guys. Oh, Mike, bring your
2: it r- rubber boots. It has rained
0: and rained and rained yeah. and rained. I, um, I felt I, – I, my buddy Roger, who I hunt with, um, he hadn't been up there since turkey season, right? Oh, wow. So, so I've been mowing and everything and, and – uh, so he left early last Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Listened to the show all the way there. He got there, and when I when I got there on Saturday afternoon, he had everything mowed. And nice. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this. I, 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 honestly, I'm tired of mowing grass, Jeff. I mean, it's just like I have mowed and mowed and mowed this summer. And yeah. Yeah. anyway, July, August, been a lot of mowing. <sighs> yeah, June um, wasn't a whole lot. No, no, June were good. It was burnt. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Sunday morning was. Sunday was all day starting at the, the further stand out, climbing in, moving stands, do whatever we need all day. But woke up Sunday morning, it was pouring, you know? Um, got a break around I'd say 745 or so. And so we we started and the rain quit and it got humid as all get out. I mean, by the second stand, you're soaking wet. Oh yeah. And I mean literally you're soaking wet. Yep. And so we quit around eleven thirty, came in, had an hour lunch, took a shower. I mean, you can't eat like that, right? Went back out, put
2: change clothes. Yeah, yeah, you got to change your clothes. Yeah, you got to change your clothes. You do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you. you it's because when you go inside to eat lunch or whatever, right. you're. Let's say you have your. Thermostat set on seventy six. When you go inside, you feel like you have just walked into an arctic blast. You yeah, do you're freezing to death. Yeah, you're that you are freezing because you are wet. Yeah, pneumonia. and you are outside in right. hundred degree
0: temperature. Yeah. So here is here is I am going to make the story short. But so we went out for the afternoon, and we probably had six, seven, eight more stands just to get up and check. And we had all straps, you know, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Put two beers in the cooler for when we're done. We're going to get high five and have, have a Bud Light, you know? Right, right. It, it, there ain't nothing better. Nothing better, man. Cold beer I, I, after I cold a day of beer. working in the Holy heat crap. on deer stands? So this, this, this is what happened. The last stand that we went to, Hang-On Stand, we put up last year. It's got all brand new stuff in it. Brand, uh, brand new straps, brand new ladder, brand uh, everything, right? Still got to check them. Roger got up at the top of it, and he's sitting in the stand. Got safety hard, it, We got safety lines on everything, lifelines on everything, mm-hmm. okay? Strap broke loose. So he's like, he is coming, he's getting out of the stand. He goes, break out the mirror, bud. And I unscrew the top of it, and I hear him say, oh, and he, I look up, and he's going backwards. The top, the, the strap on the top of the ladder, the top of the – Broke. On the ladder or on the stand? No, the ladder. As he's uh, as he's getting out of the uh, and no. stepped on stepped Dry on rotted. the step, he, he grabbed the top of it, like you you know, and went to go to the and it pop I heard it. Pop. And uh, I look back and he's going backwards. And the lifeline caught him. <laughs> I was like uh, the last stand of the day and mm. and, and the newest one yeah. that we have. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's it's it's, you gotta it's check just, them. just crazy. That's you know? one of the
2: reasons why I don't like <clears throat> like if you do a lock on I won't leave the straps outside all year. I won't because they they get dry rot yeah. and and the sun the sun and the and the temperature changes and the and, tree the, grows. and the water and the right. tree grows. Oh
4: yeah, mildew just, and algae and yeah, just, y- yeah it, rots just, them. it wears them
2: out. Yep. Oh yeah. And so even like the ladder stands gotten into the habit of loosening them up at the end of deer season Right. and then putting all new ratchet straps on to start the next season. And I always have two two straps. The one from the previous year and then the new one. I do too. <laughs> we, we, and then the next yeah. year you throw away the one that was right. two years old and then you put a new one right. on it and then yeah. you have the other one from the year before.
4: Agreed. I always carry a bag of straps in the, in the toolbox. I mean, we we that, went to St. Mary's piece this week to fill the feeders. Yeah, And we get up there and, by the way, my son, I swear, I don't know what, what he eats, but he gets out of the truck and he goes, "Dad, we got to take the corn over there." So you go to Tractor Supply now. They sell fifty-pound bags of corn, not forties. They're 50s. how much are they? Uh, they weren't bad. I think it was a, a ten ten dollars. Okay, ten dollars a bag. So I don't know how many bags we bought. I don't know <laughs> ten. He he's all about right filling the feeders to the top. Three three bags. I forty the other day. Golly, I forty about, bags. Yeah, about cleaned up. Oh tractor why? it's a pallet.
0: Yeah, that is. Yeah, does it break your checkbook?
2: Um, it was $380.
4: That's a John. I had a broke mind. Yep. <laughs> so Junior goes cash. over and starts yeah, dragging cash. the corn. And I had to load him. Yeah. Oh Straight boy. cash. So he I mean... drags the corn out and he puts a 50 pounds on each shoulder and goes hiking into the stand. What? Like, oh, yeah. He's a beast. And I'm like, I'm I've got one. Kirk, yeah. Kirk, he's young.
0: Yeah, exactly. I know
4: he's 35. He's not a beast. Uh, yeah, he's that's, just young. You know, hey, it was that's, that's <laughs> pretty savage, <laughs> though. <laughs> Halfway, I, that's pretty savage. I don't remember ever doing I, that. I, I'm just telling well, you. After, I never I, carried a hundred pounds of corn. After to a Roger stand. and I
0: had lunch, and we're on our second stand after lunch, mm-hmm. he just looks at me and goes, "We're not as young as we used to be, no, brother." No, I mean, I don't I mean know. You know, And plus, you kind of got food coma. Oh yeah. Kerry made one of those. You can't, yeah, so you see, you can't you yeah, can't
2: rest I, for a minute after lunch.
0: Oh no! You and oh, you, you don't gotta eat go. a big lunch because if you do, you're oh, you take you, a nap. You, you got to go. Yeah, yeah you I gotta, mean, you, and we did. We 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 ate that brunch sandwich with ham and bacon, and oh my god, it was awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, you know, by the second stand, you're you're soaking wet again, and you're like, man, we still got five more to go. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm ready for a nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I can
2: tell you, was, uh, a couple weeks ago. Running that pole saw, I mean, we were shoot. We were trimming shooting lanes going from this one stand, and uh, I was running a pole saw. And Gerald was just every time we'd cut one, he'd paint it mm-hmm. with uh, uh, pitch. It's called Tordon on our team, done, which yeah. is which is it basically kills yep. the tree right. at the stump level, mm-hmm. and uh, and I got hot. Mm-hmm. I mean seriously, to where I got too hot, right? And it was a uh, Oh, I better take a break here, otherwise, it's going to happen and it's not going to be good.
0: Yeah, you'll keel over. You know the thing is, Gotta be it, careful. Yeah, the thing is, Jeff, Kurt, yep. there's no wind. There's uh-uh. there's this time of year up there. I mean, there's there's none, man. I mean, it's like it's just stagnant. Well, the good
2: it, thing is, is looking at the forecast, which is incredibly yeah. rare. It seems like because for the last three weeks, I guess, up in. In that part of Georgia and here, Mm -hmm. it's been raining or having the threat of rain like every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And looking at the 10-day forecast, we finally have some days that are nothing but sun. And then you can see that next weekend, the temperatures are going to drop down to the low 80s up there, which means, hello,
0: so so fall is on the way. Tuesday morning, they're calling for 63. And Northeast Twins, mm-hmm. so I may I may sit because I'm I, we're going up tomorrow, um, and uh, I may I may sit that morning just because I want to check my cameras and all that good stuff. But I'm not I'm not I'm not jumping up in there in this. It's just a, a, it's just no yeah, way, man. I, I, I mean I, I don't want to shoot a deer in this. I don't you want know? to field dress it. He's got a hog going to one
4: of his feeders. It looks like it weighs three hundred fifty pounds and. He's like, Dad, run up there and get it. And I'm like, if I'm, you do, I'm not messing with it.
2: If you do take an animal, you better get it on ice quick. Yep. I Absolutely. better take some
4: bags of ice and stuff. Really them. quick.
2: Anyway, let's take a break. Okay. And uh, folks, if you'd like to join us this morning, 904 641 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And just want to remind everybody that if you've got a tire, tire outlet locations all across Jacksonville. And if you're looking for their location, simply just go to Google and type in tire outlet, and it's going to show you all the locations all around Jacksonville. And I can tell you, when I say they've got a tire for everything, they got a tire. They got everything. a tire for yeah. everything, yeah. and they do service. They do on vehicles and all that kind of good stuff. So, uh, tell them the boys from the Outdoor Show sent you. And again, if you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010. Who's that? I don't know. Yeah, I like that. Uh, who is this, Chris?
1: It's John Mellencamp. Really? No kidding. John Cougar. It's called, it's called Cougar. It's called Pop. Now this is after he just dropped the Cougar. Oh. Yeah, yeah. This is pop singer. Great song.
2: I like the name. He's cougar, a
1: jerk. Yeah. Total jerk. Is he really? Yeah, but man, this song kills. Just, I, I just get it. Just get a load of that. Come on. Yeah, I like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's got a little
1: good, good stuff to it. Hey, uh. Yeah. Happy anniversary to my wife.
0: Hey!
2: Six years today, me and Terry. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Hey. So
1: why is it happy anniversary to her?
2: Uh, to us. Oh, and there you also,
0: go.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, he, when he said her, I was yeah. I was,
0: yeah, what I was like, okay, was.
2: that just yeah. got weird. <laughs> my uh, my dad and his wife, same same day. And oh. then today is also Tara's dad's birthday. Terry, happy birthday to him. Wow. So uh, a lot
0: of going lots on. Lots wow. lot of cool things. Yeah, and you're leaving town on this day.
1: That's yeah, a wow, that's man. a lot yeah. of celebrating. Part
2: of the yeah. job. Part of the yeah. job. All right, uh, we got a good question from Charles on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. and he asks this question. What's the difference from aluminum bay boats to fiberglass bay boats? Because he said that he's looking at aluminum bay boats. Here's, he, the,
4: here's the difference. Yep. This is Florida. This, yeah, exactly. And it stays hot. That's eight right. Eight months out of the year. Mm-hmm. Number 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 one, and everything on the boat is going to be hot in the summertime. Everything if it's aluminum, that you touch if it's aluminum.
0: I just, you know, you can aluminum do it. boats are made for cold weather. That's uh, right. aluminum bay boats.
2: Well, yeah. well and the and the reason why one of the reasons why is because when you go to fix fiberglass, you have to have a, a certain temperature to be able to fix get, fiberglass. Yeah, to get it to bond. Whereas aluminum, you can fix it, weld it Correct. in any temperature. So that's one right. of the reasons why you don't see a lot of aluminum boats here is because we can fix fiberglass at any time. Right. And then also the heat thing that Kirk brings up about how much hotter an aluminum bay boat will be.
0: Now probably, Who makes an aluminum bay boat?
4: There's a couple There's a few out there. there. Is there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a couple out there. And I've seen some nice-looking ones. I just think that's one of the, the setbacks. That, the other thing is... If you're fishing shallow, you got to be careful if you touch the sides of it or bump it or anything like that it, because it'll transmit noise a lot better in shallow water than a fiberglass boat. It does. Yeah. Fiberglass will deaden us down a little bit, right? Where aluminum, even the water slap in the hull, will transmit. Yeah, and I'm. I'm I am i I know a, that from experience. I had an aluminum boat for years. Yeah.
2: I don't. I don't have anything against aluminum boats. No. I mean, if if that's what you like. Yeah. Just you need to understand, it's going to be hotter. That's going to be a difference. It's uh, it will be let, a little let, bit
0: louder. Let me ask you this: What about riding wise? Is because it can't weigh nowhere near what fiberglass. No, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So so if you're going through a two foot chop, right. Uh, you know, you, you you know what I'm saying. I mean, a two foot chop for my boat's nothing.
2: Yeah, I'm not taking I'm not taking an aluminum bay boat out off the beach. I don't. Well,
4: believe. it depends, though. I mean, if you look down in a you know, if you look up in Alaska, yeah, they make or you look all up shore in boats Maine yep. out of aluminum. There, yep. there, yeah. I mean, a lot of them. You know,
0: um, the uh, the crew boat that I ran aluminum, aluminum. Yeah, yeah. yep. A lot, of the, a lot of the construction boats 100, yeah.
2: that you see that are working on bridges yep. and the tender boats that are keeping – like when somebody's working on a bridge, right. if they're not even off working from the water, if they're working on the bridge, you'll see boats that are – they have to have boats in the water right. in case somebody falls. Right. And those boats, for the most part, are all aluminum. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so that's an interesting thing. And uh, Charles, great question –
0: yeah, that is a good question. And
2: uh, you know, I'd, I, I'd love to know what kind you're yeah, actually yeah, looking yeah, at. Yeah, so if too. you don't mind, send us the information, Charles, on what kind of an aluminum bay boat, just because we're curious. Yeah. Send us that information so we can check it out.
0: Yeah, that's, a, that, that's an interesting question. i never thought about an aluminum bay boat.
2: But I, I, <clears throat> one, of the, one of the greatest boats I've ever had, when I was living up in Virginia still, I had an aluminum jet boat, Mm -hmm. and you want to talk about fun? I bet. It was – imagine just a a regular uh, John boat, but a little bit bigger, 17 foot. And on the back end, instead of an outboard motor, it had a jet outboard. So the the lower unit was taken off of the outboard, and then a jet unit is attached to it, so it sucks the water in through the bottom, and it shoots it out the nozzle. And they – Put a tunnel hull on these aluminum boats that I had mm-hmm. and the tunnel hull allowed you to, to raise the jet outboard up even higher. Right. So now you can run in essentially No water. Cut like an inch or two.
0: Right.
4: Plus if you're top running through rocks like the Susquehanna River.
2: Or Potomac, which yep. we ran in. Right.
4: It's a lot and this safe boat
2: one. was so cool to run and then what was you had to be up on the front to see because you're you're, you're make, trying to avoid rocks, yes, yeah, and stuff, and so imagine the front casting deck and and your pedestal seat like a bass boat. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you were driving from. So you, I had a, it had a a seat, and it underneath the seat was the battery box for the trolling motor, because you wanted to get the the balance of weight on mm-hmm. this thing. So you're trying to get as much weight as you can because you want the boat to ride flat. Mm-hmm. And it was stick steering, so you had a stick on your left, which was your steering. Okay. Yep. Push it forward to turn right, pull it back to turn left, and then you had your throttle on your right. So you're sitting up on the front deck of this boat, running this jet boat outboard. Right. And it's, it was awesome. And you're running in, in that deep of water on top of rocks. When right. I'm holding my fingers and thumb apart about three inches, and you could run in three, four inches of water. Wow. And you know how, like, you got rock shelves across a river, mm-hmm. and then you'll have a rapid chute where the water's cutting through. Yeah, That's what you would go up through with the jet boat.
0: Nice. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah that's wild. But
2: I banged that thing a few times. Though. Oh, I'll bet you did. But the beautiful thing is is that uh, those jet boats, for the most part, they would make them a certain thickness of aluminum because you have to have, I guess, a certain thickness of aluminum to, to weld it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's too thin, you'll see the rivet. Boats, right? Well, Can't and probably weld that
4: it'll flex too with that motor on there too. If oh, it's yeah. Not tough enough. Yeah. It was cool though. Yeah.
2: I mean, you talk about a lot of fun. I mean, that was a.
0: Yeah. Man, that was a. And you were trying to get to where? As then you, if you run it in three inches, you mm-hmm. were trying to get to deeper water. Trying?
2: Mean- no, you're trying to get to the next deeper spot or the next spot up the river. You know, because I would fish the Susquehanna, I would fish
0: the Upper Potomac, and so you would launch. How fast was the water moving on an average? Um. I mean, are we talking about like rapids here? Or are we talking- in some
2: cases, it was whitewater rapids okay. that you would run through okay. to, to go to yeah. the next shelf. That's mm-hmm. cool. So the current's probably running, you know, 8 to 10 yeah. miles an hour or yeah. something like that. Not mm-hmm. crazy fast. Right. And then in certain rapids, it would literally whitewater, right. and you would was run it, your boat was through. Was it
0: harder to steer going up current or down current?
2: It's, it was always better going up current Okay. because you had more time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because the current, yeah, yeah. when you're going
2: down current, right. you you have the current pushing you. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just like trying to pull into a boat ramp down tide.
0: Right. Okay. Versus
2: yeah. trying to pull up to a boat ramp with your nose into, into, the, tide into the tide or okay. into the current. That
0: makes That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Oh.
2: Because when you make a make a turn going down tide, it's not as immediate because right. you're going faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty scary at times, but uh, but yeah, jet boats are cool, man. And aluminum boats, a lot of the, some, There's some aluminum boats, They're like tanks that are yep. out there that are absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm.
4: But I have the only down thing I've heard is I've had clients that get in my boat said they have sat in those metal boats and they say you can't sit well, you, down. Yeah, burn up. If you're yeah. wearing, if you're a girl wearing a bikini or something, yep. you Oof. can't lean against it or yep. sit down, or you burn that your cheeks.
0: That your makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
2: Same thing with. Uh, um, carpeted bass boats here totally agree yeah i mean i just remember the, the first time i ever went and fished a bass tournament was uh it was in louisiana years ago when i was playing and this uh, special teams coach the New Orleans saints put this bass tournament together and it was in morgan city louisiana which might be the hottest place on
0: earth <laughs> <laughs> i don't know Milo george is pretty hot too i know yeah.
2: but uh, i can tell you at that time i'd never been in anything like right. that and it was 100 plus every day. And we were fishing with this, uh, the Skeeter Bass Pros. And so we would get on their boat. And I'll just never forget how hot mm. the carpet was in that bass boat right. the, the first time that I ever fished. And I was just like, oh my God, how do people live here?
0: Yeah. Kirk, your 17 Mako. Yeah. Did it have that light yellow flooring to it? Uh, Cause see, I had a 19 Mako. No, that it was, had that light white, light yellow. Dude, it would hot. smoke you. I mean, you know, you all day you're having to take a five yeah. gallon bucket and uh, I mean, because when it got dry, it was oh my god, it was hot. And I didn't have a t top at that time. It was it was brutal. Yeah, and I I think about that too a lot of times. You know, yeah. I fished
4: offshore a couple of days this week and see guys out there in bay boats, I like know. 22s with no t tops. I don't, yeah, and there I, was no wind a couple of days. I'm like, oh, Tuesday was awful. It was so hot. Tuesday, Tuesday was it Wednesday was, and okay. Thursday were
0: beautiful. Oh, uh, okay. Wednesday, okay. Wednesday we had a uh, northeast wind, north northeast wind, and then, and then all, all day Thursday it was overcast and cloudy. Was God? It was big. All right. Really so pretty.
2: I got I got uh, Charles sent me sent us the info. Said uh, he's looking at the Express bay boat. and I will say that some of these bay boats actually have la, like white. Powder coating, I guess, is what it is, and I'm sure that that's to cut down on the heat of, yeah. of being I mean, aluminum.
0: I get yeah, it. Right? It's, yeah. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it, it looks very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So Interesting.
2: But, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever floats your boat. I mean, if you really like it. Whatever and Whatever floats your yeah, boat. <laughs> well, then go, <laughs> go for it. Whatever bob your cork. All right, let's
0: take a break, and we've got a ring power tip coming up here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show with. Myself, Captain Kevin, Jeff Lagerman, Captain Kirk Walsh. We'll be right back.
2: Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and a cat rental store as the most dependable fleet in the industry. And that makes... Uh, Makes it easier for people that are dependent upon equipment to make jobs run, right?
0: Yeah, and and uh, you know we we talk about this too. Jeff Kirk and I hang around these guys a lot. We do a lot of rig power trips, but the knowledge that those guys know about their equipment, oh, yeah. is 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 amazing. I mean, it, it, I've I've heard like crazy questions. I'm like, there ain't no way he's gonna know. Yeah, the torque, my, you know. I mean, <laughs> they 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 know it. So yeah, they 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 know their equipment. But anyway, uh. Ring power tip of the week this week is look this is the time of year to catch a tarpon I mean it, it, you listen to Harold's story Jeff I mean he's he's fishing for redfish and hooked tarpon so it's it's Kirk it's it, and again you and I try to keep things as simple as possible right um and 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 it is I mean this is not, it, it not rocket are, science right it's not yeah. rocket science I mean so if you find bait around the inlets and they're getting eaten up by tarpon. Yeah, if they're blasting them. Yeah, match the hatch. Match the hatch. And, you know? the, the, the one thing that I did, preference, Jeff, is on this tip: when, when if there's a school of bait, and 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 they're let's just say they're six inches long, mm-hmm. and and the tarpon are feeding at them, a lot of times if you throw. A one-pound, one-and-a-half-pound mullet up in that school. That's not what they're eating. They're not going to eat they're it. Eating, they're, they're eating the six-inch mullet. Right. And it's just the opposite. A lot of
2: people would think that, well, I want this one to stand out. Well, here's what makes that your mullet stand out. Yep. When you put a hook in its head, okay, yep. it's going to swim a little jacked up. Yep. Okay? Therein lies the difference you're they, looking they, for. They'll find it. Yes. Yeah. They, they, they will Not. it. A twelve-inch mullet and a school of six-inch mullet,
0: right? And it's and it's just the and I saw it this week. I saw it numerous times. You know, those those mullet would come around those those rocks Mm -hmm. and those what we call crab baits. You know, those are all your twelve to fifteen-inch mullet Mm -hmm. just getting hammered. Well, that's when you use that get some twelve or fifteen-inch mullet. Yeah, yeah. 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 stick a hook in. I know it it sounds and let's go ridiculous, but it's true. I mean, if you're throwing, 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 and you're not getting a bite, it may be because you have the Wrong size bait or the wrong bait, period, or the wrong bait, period.
2: And that that uh that drove me crazy because I was I was in a school of tarpon last week and I couldn't get them to eat nothing,
0: right? Nothing, yeah. I, I, I mean, like what, what oh, am I doing like wrong? Be picky, you know, freaking picky. And, and, and the whole thing, just like we we, we caught tarpon this week in, in the glass of schools and. You know, you're throwing and you're, and I'm telling them guys, it's going to happen, but it, it it doesn't. It's they're not going to eat it every time you throw it out.
3: There.
1: No, it's no it's I wish not, they would.
0: I wish they would too. <laughs> you know, I do too. You know, I mean, and there's there's times when 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 they'll eat more readily than than other times, but yeah. for the most part, you got to fool them, man. I yeah. mean, you and, and I tell people this all the time when they're when they're standing up. And I said, look, I got a bait well full of bait. Yeah. You throw that bait three times and it's just change kind it. of change it out. Change mm-hmm. change, you, and, and, and you know what? It gets aggravating after a while because you're throwing and you're going back there and you're getting it's a bait. Right. But you have to do that if you want to catch a tarpon. Well, you know, that's true
4: of a lot of species. Even I, I, this week
0: when I was kingfishing. That's right. Yeah, totally I mean, agree. You'd be dragging
4: them for about 15 minutes and somebody'd go, Why are you pulling them in? They're still swimming. I go, You watch this. And that's I'd right. I pull one in, put a fresh one on there and feed it back. And he'd take it right out of my hands and go, <laughs> Wow. And I go, Frisky. Yep. You know, predators yep. like uh, the uh, food uh, yep. to try to get I, away.
2: I learned that. Gosh, the 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 most glaring example that I've ever seen is with snook.
0: Okay. Yep. I don't doubt that at all.
2: Snook almost get. I mean, and I, and maybe they're wired differently, but you could put an easy meal in front of a snook, and sometimes they just
4: they don't want to have anything to do That's with right. it. It was. It's almost like a. You know how cats are. <laughs> They'll you know, play with the mouse, and when the mouse is not doing well, they just leave it alone, even exactly. though it's a lot. Yeah. Exactly. But if it tries to get away, they'll jump back on it. all over it. They'll yep. get back and on that's, it again. that's how tarpon can be.
2: That's how snook can be And that yep. they want to have something that's challenging but something that stands out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, predatory instinct yeah, kicks in, man. It's wild how that is. Yep, it is. You because know, you would think that, boy, an easy meal like us, you know, hey, there's an all-you-can-eat buffet, ten ninety nine. I mean, I had right, a guy
4: the other go. day, let's and we, up. we were fishing on a wreck, and he goes, you think any big big snapper down there? And I go, oh, yeah. And he goes, well, why won't these eat, eat these live shrimp? I said, pull that live shrimp in. I said, take this pokey and put it on there, mm-hmm. on this bigger rod, and he put it over the side and got clocked, put him on the rail, and yeah. he's like, holy smoke. And I go, yep. <laughs> Tried to get away, and he ate it, you know? Crazy. Yep, how your, but I love it. ring it. It's, tip of the week.
0: That's a good tip. It, yeah, it, it, it a is really a good, good tip. And, and all the things that we threw back in there, uh, you know, especially especially the, the live bait thing. I mean, that, that green pogie that's all fresh and oh, yeah. slimy and, you know, besides the red-nosed ones that's been in there that uh, well. You're right. You know? I mean, it's, uh, it, 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 it makes all the difference in the world. This time of year
2: might be the best time of year that there is.
0: Oh, I, I,
4: I love the fall. When the mullet run starts, and yeah. it's still warm like this. I mean, if you look back on your pictures from years g- gone by, this is one of the hottest times of the year. You know, the fish it, gets it, so
0: fired it, up right uh, now. I, I, will, I will tell you, I had a ring power trip on Thursday. And I'm on a, we catching fish, we struggled. Mm-hmm. But these guys had never seen anything like this. I mean, it was it was epic. You don't need to catch them. though. You don't. I mean, they had. They, they at the end of the day, you know, nobody. I mean, we we caught some jacks and mm-hmm. some stuff like that. But but for the most part, we really didn't didn't catch that much. But man, just having the opportunity yeah to see those fish come around the rocks and just. Totally airborne, mm-hmm. you know, and your bullet's out in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just one of those days we didn't catch mm-hmm. one. You know, It's National Geographic, it, it, it's, man. It, but but it's 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 unreal. And then you're sitting at the uh, the Bridge of Lions, it's, and all of a sudden you just hear this, shhh, and you look coming from the other side of the bridge, thousands mullet. of bullets. Greyhounded, greyhounded. Trying to get so, away yeah, to because get away. they know
2: something is underneath oh, the, jacks of the bridge. Are on them, man.
0: Them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're they're just. It, it's just. It's what just, what are you using for hooks
2: on those mullet? Like around the inlets and the, you know, the places that a, you're a, fishing. Just a
0: small, a small, strong, um, uh, um eagle claw Seven-aught? Yeah, oh, you're know, talking about for, with a mullet. Yeah. No, 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 no. I just use a little like 2 ought live bait hook. Okay,
2: you're not using a circle.
0: I use circles offshore on the beach. I know that sounds crazy, but it's I've done it enough yeah. that that have
2: you uh, tried a like like a smaller circle hook? I don't like smaller circle
0: hooks. No, I, why? I miss too many fish. Okay, yeah, I just do. I, I and it, it could be me. I know. Look, Chip Wingo and and, and Leon they use seven aught eight aught yeah circle hooks all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but I mean, I, I you and know what size I, you are know you what using? I went back to this what? year? It's, I went back to my Daiichi's. Daiichi. the circle hooks that i used forever the old 13 yes no way yes i caught tarpon on them this <laughs> weekend and, and you know what that is the best way to catch it hooks you right in the top of the lip yeah nobody has to do anything crazy you know mm-hmm. i just tell people just reel down you know 13 odd, 13 odd.
2: because i one of the first circle hooks that i used was ones that you showed yeah me. and they're mac big dad they are like
0: heavy they are they're but they're using aluminum. Them. They're, they're aluminum, so they're they're very light. Um, I I went back to them this week. I'll be I, I, I found a backup and said, you know, what? and and I'll be damned. I caught fish on them. I'm I not going to get I, the bleeding red ones. Yep, yep. I'm not going to stop using these things anymore. Are I think you going that,
2: through the eyes on a pogey?
0: Yep, yep, yep. And you, you get about four or five casts. Yeah, no, that's I, okay. That's all you need. But the, the the cool thing about that is is he sinks down a little bit. And I would give away a big time tip here. And I always tell you: you lift your rod tip up, oh, make flutter, make, make that bait swim up, yep. and then give him then give him slack, and that that circle hook can make him flutter back Go down. But down. No, it it's that's, that's when they that's, eat that's it. That's when they eat it. Yeah, and
2: uh, and all you got to do is reel. The one thing I will add, because you're you put them under a float, right? No, you're not. You're free i Not free
0: Yep. I like them under a float yeah. sometimes. And Leon Leon fishes them with on a float. So does so does Chip mm-hmm.
2: and. Uh, Fred Fred taught me this, and he loves he loves a red cork yeah and and it's- it's weird hmm they and for whatever reason they actually and I've seen them try to Fred, eat Fred Fred's kind of weird anyway i've seen i know, <laughs> but I've seen them try to eat these red corks right? and, and I don't know if oh, they're yeah. so much red as they are, kind of that hard pinkish reddish. It's it's like a like yep. somewhere between red and pink. Uh-huh. But I've seen tarpon come up and want to eat
4: the cork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're
2: like no, dude, bite yeah, the pokey yeah,
0: yeah, underneath right. of it.
4: Exactly. Predatory fish for some reason like pink and red. They do. I mean, it, I don't use them, but I, you know, if you take yeah. a beeliner offshore, a little small one, yeah, and flip it out there, those predators will eat it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's true. They, they will. Yep. I, think, like I, just that think that's,
2: I think I, that's one of the funnest things in the world to watch is when you got a tarpon feeding on a, on a pogey pod and then all of a sudden he comes up through there and then he, he makes this hole. Mm-hmm. The bait vacates this one area. And then if you are lucky, you time it up and then you throw your bait right into that hole. Mm-hmm. He comes back every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They
4: circle around. They stun the bait. Yep. And they circle around to eat
0: the stunned fish. Mm-hmm. And that's it's it's cool. so it's, cool it's, to it's, see that. It's, it's one of the greatest bites ever. Ever. Yeah, ever. Ever. Yeah, and especially if you got the circle hook, because oh. you just tighten down on him. You just you know? hold hold the rod. Yep. You feel it
4: lean, and yep. all of a sudden you go, well, here he comes. Yep. He comes flying out of the water end over end. <laughs> the hardest thing that <laughs> I
2: ever had to learn, because you know me and hook sets, mm-hmm. was to learn don't, set the, don't hook. set the
0: hook yep, yep. that is that, it's hard for anybody <laughs> really cuz you tight. get excited i know, you
2: know i know anyway all right, let's take a break uh hey uh steen Hatchie river club if yes. you're looking for a little vacation what a great place to go and it's not very far away they got uh, cabins of all kinds to choose from they've got rental boats you can get a charter captain private, got they got grills. private boat rail, right private there. bring your own boat if you want to yep. I and mean, it's just way cool steen hatchy river club 352 498-3222, or you can go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com. Two S's back-to-back. Back, click on the Steenhatchie River Club link, which is at the bottom of the homepage. All of our sponsors, advertisers are there as well. All right, and uh, and if you'd like to join us here this morning, 904-641-1010. we come back, we're going to talk to Chan right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. need to get some fuel circle k and circle while you're k. there load up on whatever you need to go fishing or to go to the woods or, or food or food if you want to get one of them rotisserie hot dogs man i bet you they're good at circle k Absolutely, favor they so are. I'll put a little bit of that <laughs> cheese get, on top the, of it get, get the one
0: mm. right up front
2: I want the one yeah. in the back. I want <laughs> no, the one that's no, all gotta, brown yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and
4: blistered. With the onions and good some relish. On I like there. mine extra well done. <laughs>
3: yeah, extra.
0: Crispy. You know what? It goes best with that as a cold beer. So you know, it's 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 all good. <laughs> in all right, so
2: here in the studio, we we have a TV on and we don't turn it on. They're just always on. Right. And of course, they're on sports and they're on ESPN and it's college game day and I'm sitting there looking up there and a couple things. One, they just showed. These uh, and I don't know where they were at, but they were showing these guys in kayaks playing like water polo, water polo, yeah, <laughs> whacking each other with paddles and everything. And I don't know where that was at, but that looked pretty fun and could be pretty violent. But then yeah. they showed the grill. It looked like Chef Gordon cooking uh, with with a
4: giant the three beef bone ribs. beef ribs, oh huge, man. hot dogs
2: in the front. Yeah. Oh, I mean chicken dogs. wings. I mean
4: everything. Oh man, it's been so long,
2: and uh, I haven't eaten any meat in. Three it months. looked so good. It's so And then they've got a new they got a a new member in the uh, on the college live game day crew. Mm -hmm. You know the set, the pregame thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Pat McAfee, Mm -hmm. which Pat McAfee Mm -hmm. used to be the punter for the Indianapolis Colts, and he does barstool sports and Uh and and he's funny and he's got podcasts and all that kind of stuff. But he's dressed like a pimp.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's serious. He, uh, can, can, can I tell a little Bob Matthews? I mean, dude, dude, don't I, be dressed like a pimp on the set of college game Don't be pimping on a
4: college right, game. This right. is this is funny. There he is, right there. Right, that's funny. Yeah. See, look at him. Look, look at look. him. Look, look, He's look, look. he got the big old belt look. buckle. You see the? Yeah. You see that? <laughs> he looks like a pimp. Flannel blue. <laughs> <laughs> got that dippity do in his hair. Slip. Straight got the dippity do, but then He's the shirt goes like almost
2: down to his to his nipples. Yeah. You know the collar goes way down. big gold
1: chain. Got the
4: mullet going. Chain.
1: Got a mullet. It's You're like trying to look like, like uh, Bosworth or something. Got, I mean, what, it, there's what are almost, we doing? A, There's almost a little Don Johnson Miami Vice thing going there. Too, yeah, there it is. It's like.
0: not is even that. that. I, I, I know we need to get the photos. Bob, Matthews. hang on, Jim, we're sent, coming. Sent this to me. Okay, okay. a picture of like a little speedboat mm-hmm. tied up to his dock. Right. He's got a place on, on uh, Doctor's Lake, right?
2: Okay, who sent you this?
0: Bob, Matthew. CNS oh, okay, Green. yeah, yeah.
2: Scenic yeah, Bob, yeah. Bobby. I got you. says,
0: uh, I get home Thursday afternoon, notice that there is beer cans laying around. <laughs> this guy broke down, paddled to my dock, drinks my beer. No leaves, leaves the cans laying around, calls Uber and leaves.
2: <laughs> no way. <laughs> Let me see the picture. That's too funny. I'd confiscate his boat.
3: Oh,
1: oh no way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's still, would, he's still got the boat. I would totally. <laughs> oh, I would chain that boat. <laughs> oh, I would totally. Because he's, he's
0: got a, his dock. In, 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 it's beautiful. He's got, I mean, oh, yeah. a, a refrigerator right there. All yeah, right. his beer I, and everything. Yeah, the guy breaks down. Wow. Goes up there and makes himself at home.
2: That would be my new boat.
3: <laughs> you
0: bet. <laughs> you yeah, bet. I think <laughs> That's funny. Isn't, Bob, you need isn't to chain that a that rule?
2: The dock. I mean, a derelict vessel that you can claim?
0: I don't know. It's it's yes. If it sits there for right. a while, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you chain it, he, it's he, gonna have he to. He sit pulls there. up
2: to my dock and drinks yep. my beer. Yep. <laughs> yep. Done. And leaves his beer. Leaves <laughs> the beer cans I'll, out. I'll take that yeah. trade. Okay. You think he was drinking? Good luck getting your boat back, but, fella. <laughs>
4: yeah. You think you were drinking? Yeah, were drinking yeah fella. You're <laughs> cut my grass. Uh
2: huh. <laughs> <laughs> he come back knocking on your door. Say, where'd my boat?" Go? I say, "What boat?" Yeah. Yeah. I got a. I got
3: a long. All I have out there is some
4: beer cans. I sold one
0: yesterday.
2: <laughs> you might want to call guy consignment boat says i think yeah. he got a speedboat <laughs> that's, right. yeah, I just that's took him got a there. paddle yeah. you know so you might want to call him all
0: right anyway where, where are we forever. going let's go
2: talk to uh, bobby holslander let's bobby. talk to bobby morning Bellas. bobby fellas uh, how you doing good morning How's Bobby. i'm good how are you doing
11: good good i just want to give y'all a Bass pro report my uh uh I love your show. I was uh I'm in the car with my grandson Connor. Connor Davis will be fourteen next week and just like you guys would have done it back in the day, he requested Bass Pro cards, gift cards, or and or cash for uh-huh. his birthday.
4: That's a smart so, young man.
1: Yes, absolutely. Oh, and yeah. or cash. Say hello, Connor. Hello.
4: Morning Connor. <laughs> morning Connor. Yeah, good morning.
1: Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Thank you.
11: But anyway, we're headed to the Daytona Beach Bass Pro Shop uh to uh Get rid of all that money. His wallet weighs about four pounds right now.
2: Oh yeah,
4: he's burning a hole
2: through uh, his pocket. So what's what's yeah, on the, what's Cody. on the list? Yeah, what's on the list?
11: Uh, you, uh he'll tell you because he's left-handed. Hang on. Uh, I'm gonna
6: get mono DC uh, with uh, probably like an ugly stick. Uh, left-handed. Left-handed. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna get an Alabama rig, uh, some new cinco's, and just like the essentials stuff.
0: Gotcha. So what? What's Connor? What's your favorite kind of fish to catch?
6: Uh,
3: Largemouth
0: bass. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. you, 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 you got it. Honestly, that's for sure.
2: So, uh, so Connor, one of the things that uh, was taught to me by Peter T, which uh, great bass fisherman, mm-hmm. he said, any color bait works as long as it's purple. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what he always said. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. And I can tell you purple works not only with bass, but that might be Tarpon's favorite color yep, yep, when it comes absolutely. to artificial baits.
0: Absolutely. Huh. Uh, it might be Tarpon's favorite color.
11: For oh me. yeah, yeah, I believe that. You know, I live I live in villages of San Jose and every chance we get, uh, we fish in that lake in, in there and uh it's really got a lot of fish in it, a lot of largemouth. Yeah. And uh, we haven't had a big fish here, but we've had uh, we catch good numbers and you know, it's great practice and Quite, quite frankly, the student outfishes the uh, the teacher sure. very very frequently. I'll yeah. put it that
2: way. Bobby, the one thing about the ponds in there, sometimes they can get a lot of like algae and seaweed and all that kind of stuff that kind of gets in there. Yeah. <clears throat> one of the great things that I love to throw for bass, which a lot of people don't even think of, <clears throat> is you take a 2 aught offset worm hook and you put it on a, a gulp 5-inch – jerk shad and you uh-huh. and you rig it weedless to where you bury the point just on the backside of the of the uh yeah. of the body and yeah. man right. you want to talk about a weedless machine that bass just can't resist? They love it. Now
11: that's a that's a gulp shad.
2: Yeah. It's a and it's that, a it's a gulp uh five inch jerk shad.
11: Okay. Jerk shad. Yep.
2: Uh, remember yeah. that, Connor. With a, with a 2 out offset worm yeah. hook, man, you want to talk about one of the best weedless bass baits on the planet? And you, if you yeah. rig it to where it's rigged perfectly straight, it darts back and forth, almost like, you know... A, Can you buy it in purple? Oh, absolutely. It, <laughs> actually, the color that I like, mm-hmm. and I'll give people a little secret here, it's one of my favorite colors, period. Junebug? No. No. It's called Smelt. Smelt. Okay. S-M-E-L-T. <laughs> And I get that in that jerk shad, and it is
4: fantastic. I'm, I'm telling you, for big bass in those ponds, the best bait is a live shrimp. I <laughs> uh, used to kill them in Sawgrass Lakes.
2: Oh yeah, they'll eat a shrimp They're
4: absolutely.
0: Oh, they'll buddy. eat a bullet too.
11: Well, I tell you what, Connor does. Connor's in the habit of taking just a little brim rig and, and dough balls, catching small brim, and then flip, you know, putting them on a worm hook, no lead, no float. There you go. Type light float. Smart and- man. Oh, get the water stirred up, and all of a sudden, you know, you're catching twos and three-pound fish right there just outside the little, you know, where you got the brim stirred up. Yeah, there's nothing good.
2: wrong with that. Yep. He
11: figured that. He figured that out pretty young, I must say. it. He'll yep. be 14 next week, but he's been worm fishing, honestly. Learned to set the hook on a worm, which I think is probably the hardest thing for kids to learn, is to set the hook hard enough on a, you know, on a Texas rig bay. And uh, he's been doing that since he was three. So. Yeah, well, I was going to
2: say if he needs any help, just have him spend a little bit of time with me, Bobby. I'll yeah. show him how to. Set a yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Watch out for snap the rod in half. <laughs> yeah. I, I can get
11: you in the gate anytime, no problem. <laughs> yeah.
0: Bobby's no good. Problem. Good hearing from you.
11: Thanks, guys. Good uh, to talk to you. Right. You right, and Barry, Connor have yeah, a great yeah, trip yeah, and a good time. Connor. Happy yep. birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank See, you, uh, Bob. All right,
2: uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's talk to Chan. He's let's been, talk to Chan. He's been hanging on forever. Morning, yeah. Chan.
12: Hey, guys. Morning. I'm just headed, headed out to walk out walk out on the grass with fly rod this morning. So, uh, but I wanted to thank Kevin. I fished with him Tuesday before last, and we had a blast. I did have a legitimate shot at a tarpon, but for my own for my own ignorance, didn't didn't catch him. So we. Uh, <laughs>
0: You know sometimes you only get one or two shots. I mean that's just it's yeah. yep. just the way it is. Yeah.
12: And uh we caught some sharks, but I was glad to hear that Mr. Peyton and his grandson on the very next day just got all in the middle of them. Uh, so I was I was a day off, but anyway, it was a it was a great day on the water.
2: I know the feeling of being a day off.
12: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 But uh
0: but And 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 you, you know what? Yeah. Chen is that those those fish that I found the next day, it was I, I'm not going to say it was a total fluke, but it's pretty damn close. I mean, to look offshore as far as I did, I don't know why, and 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 see a flock of birds and go, we've got to go check that out. And those fish were on glass minnows; they were not. The birds they, were going crazy. Yeah, they they they're not on pods. They're they're. They're on those glass windows. Even this this week, Chan, um, the 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 um, glass window schools were right up on the beach. You know when I called them last week, they were huh. way up, they were mm-hmm. way offshore. Now they're right up on the beach, and the tarpeter just just they can't stand it. They they just keep eating them. When
2: I was texting Kevin and Kirk earlier in the week, it was I mean barely daylight.
0: Yeah, it was barely daylight. Barely daylight when yeah.
2: I sent you guys that first text. Yeah, right. And you could just see schools, schools of glass minnows, and then fish just
4: hammering them, blowing up on them.
2: And it was well, this was six. I can tell you the exact time it was because we, you know, I take Taylor's school about six uh, six forty nine right in
0: yep. the morning, which is
2: not even daylight. No, it's mm-hmm. not.
12: Yep. If you remember, Kevin, I told you I got a pair of marine Steiner binoculars when I used to fish off shore. Yep always had them on the boat for that reason just so I could look all around and look for birds diving or fish crashing that I couldn't see with my bare eyes and there's been many a times that I found fish that way but a couple other things I'll mention this morning Kurt talked about uh, fish being predators and the bait wanting to get away that, I'm in the, the fish wanting the bait to run away that's one of the things I love about top water fishing out here on the grass for redfish. Once they see it and come after it, I'll strip it as fast as I can just to keep it away from them. And I mean, I've had them run up in four inches of water and their tails, you know, flapping so hard, it looks like one of those mud motors spinning, throwing water everywhere. And, uh you know, it's just, it, they are truly predators like cats and they will sometimes just stare at it. But if you take it away from them, they will come and get it. And, uh, Another thing, Jeff, you mentioned uh, tarpon hit the corks. I was down in Captiva probably oh, 16, 17 years ago now, and uh, we had caught some snook there along Redfish Pass along those rocks. And uh, then we later on we were using Cajun Thunders to try to catch some uh, trout, some redfish, and two times I had tarpon hit my Cajun Thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll they'll definitely hit a cork. So. Anyway, but uh good day to be out on the water. I yep. hope it'll start sprinkling. I, uh, if it'll be a really light sprinkle, that's the very best time to be out on the water looking for redfish in the grass. Um, it just makes the water kind of flat, chalkboard colored, and you can see every movement in the water. So
0: anyway. no question. Thanks, but Chad. It, it, appreciate it, you guys. Enjoy, Enjoyed the day last good week. Good luck. Yeah, ma'am.
2: All right, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. We'll talk to Mr. Tim Carney. He's got some info on a new life jacket, which is good. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of life jackets. I actually will tell you, last week when I was in, uh, on the kayak, I got a story to where I put my life jacket on. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. So oh, I'll tell very, you that story yeah, yeah. after this right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, if you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, the Nimnick family of dealership Chevrolet on Cassett and Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway is your home with the best price guarantee. So that means that anything new Nimnik will meet or beat any written offer that you bring to them. And here's the reality is that they always, always beat people's prices anyway. So, uh, And then they also have full, <coughs> full lots of used vehicles as well. And uh, with them, uh great people, five-time award winner Chevy Dealer of the Year at Chevrolet on Cassett Avenue. Congratulations to them. All right, let's go to the phone lines, 904-641-1010. Bring up Mr. Tim Carney this morning. Morning, Tim.
13: Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, Tim. Hey, guys. Nice to talk to you again. I just was going to let you know that Bayport Boat Ramp and the, uh, and the uh, Scouts of America, the Offshore Club, they put up a a nice little, uh I don't know what you'd call it, but it's like a little building with uh life jackets, you know, people putting life jackets up there for people to use. I guess, you know, when they're out on the boat and they bring them back and leave them, you know, where the, where the little facility is. I know Kirk's seen it. And, yeah,
4: uh, over there by the uh pilot station.
13: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did a really nice job on this thing. It's all stainless, got a aluminum, I mean, a tin roof and, and uh you know it's just one of those things where if you you know get down on your boat and you find out you don't have a life jacket for your little kid there's a bunch of little jackets i'll put a few jackets down there from you know I've, I've got from the school and stuff and uh i know my my grandson went from being nine years old fishing with me to being 13 and you know he gained about 50 60 pounds and i, I had to go to academy to actually fit him in a life jacket because he's so big now <laughs> and uh you know, by the time you get out there and something goes wrong, you find out your life jackets don't fit your kids or the other people that you've got out there with you. You know, you're responsible to make sure they are uh, they are safe with a life jacket. I'm a, I'm a big advocate yeah, of that, they, you know. They,
0: oh, yeah. They, 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 they have the same thing in St. Augustine. I will there.
2: say that the most important thing with a life jacket is find one that fits and that's comfortable mm-hmm. because that way you wear them.
0: Yeah, that's right.
13: Right. Yeah, but, you know, if they don't – pull them out of those hatches with all that nasty gook and gunk and clean them up and make sure they actually fit. And, you Throw know, them out. By, the time, by the time you need them, it's uh, yeah. not a good time to find out that, but, uh, but yeah, I just uh, want to give a shout out to those guys. I guess the, uh, dads and some of the scouts, they, they got some, they got some badges and, you know, they, they, uh, did a really good job with it. And also, uh, you know, the Mike Scanlon, uh, Bayport boat ramp, the, uh, sign out there, I was going to, maybe talk to Jim super about seeing if we could get that repainted and get that cleaned up. I know we went out there. That would be cool. Yeah. Cut a bunch of palm fronds and stuff away from it. So you could actually see it. Uh, Mike Fogg, who was a counselor at Fletcher with Mike and was one of Mike's really good friends. Oh yeah. Went down there and cleaned all, cleaned all that out. You know, the Suzanne talked about that boat, not being around anymore. And, you know, it's been a long time, but you know, he was a big tarpon fan. You know, y'all talking about tarpon. That was one of the
0: best tarpon fishermen there was. He he taught me. But, <laughs> no, I mean, I have fished with him a lot. Yeah, he, I mean, what a super guy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He was yeah. he was a, he was a good good person. We talk about him a lot on this yeah. show. Yeah. Did you it's see the picture know, of him on our of Mike Scanlon on on our Facebook? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, did.
13: Yeah, yeah, with
0: with, yeah. with with Tom Gray. It was really cool. Yeah. Yep.
13: Yeah. But uh. You know, I've been a teacher for 35 years and knew him quite well. And you know, you know him and Eddie Smith and you know quite a few of them. And Tarpon showed up, man. They were they were all over it, you know. And uh, they were they were really good at what they
0: you know, do. It, I'll tell you a quick quick story, Tim. Um, Jeff called me. It, it said that there was some fish down the beach, and it was it was ba- basically South Ponte Vedra. And I ran down there, and I stopped, and I started looking around, and and it it just hit me of, of how many days I spent with Mike Scanlon, John Campbell, Wimpy Sutton, fishing those waters. You know, because oh, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. go to, I don't go that far, but yeah. most of the time. And that's you know when we, when we would come out of Mayport, that was almost the most southern that we would go, is what we yeah. call Shanty and and and. Uh, you know, the, the crazy house. There's, oh, yeah. the, the, oh, there's yeah. you know, the, the, the castle. I mean, there was, you know, people don't remember this, but before there was the Red Tops, it was called the golf ball Yeah, because there was a golf yep. ball there. Mm, it, yep. was, it was a water tower, you know. So yeah. it, 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 it was it, – it. and I started telling those guys, whenever I turned to Mayport Jetties, and, and I hope Dad's not listening, but I was in my John boat, and I would run down yeah. to Sawgrass in my John <laughs> boat, and, and once Dad found out about it, he called Mike Scanlon. And he's like, is my boy out there on that John boat? And 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 Mike and Daddy were best friends. And he goes, okay. yeah, Worley. He's he's out there with us every day. He goes, but I'm keeping an eye on him. He's, you know, if anything happens, we'll we'll dump the John boat, and go get him. You know, so. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, great great memories, great memories. Yeah. I remember, uh, yeah, I thought,
13: yeah, Bill Groves I John Camp.
0: and yeah, all that yep. that whole crew, man. Yep. Bobby Bobby Langston, yeah, Bobby
4: Langston, yep, yeah.
13: John yep. Campbell is uh, now 94, right, Kirk?
4: Yep. Yep, I talked yeah, to uh, Bill Groves. Called the him. house the other night, and I talked to him yep. for a little while about it. Yep.
13: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I uh, before I started the, the science center, I used to go uh, chum fishing with those two guys, and man, they were a trip on the boat together. Bill Groves and John Campbell, and pull up behind that shrimp boat, and grab a bag of chum, yep. take off, and you know, and it was just it was just a full day of tarpon and sharks and cobia T- and kingfish, and I mean, it was it was pretty wild. But,
0: total, yeah. total lost art.
13: Yeah, but just keep John Campbell in your prayers, guys. Yep. And uh, yeah, like you say, he's a super guy. And like you say, just uh, you know, hope all your listeners go out and look in their boat and get the life jackets and make sure they fit everybody that they're taking out fishing. That's real important.
4: That's right. Good, uh, good point.
2: Thank you, Tim. Thanks, okay, Tim. brother. Y'all have a good weekend. All right, brother. See you. Yeah, just all a bye-bye. quick story. When I was out <clears throat> in the kayak last week and uh, was trying to find tarpon to catch, and so anyway, I'm <clears throat> waiting, 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 and it doesn't really happen. So all of a sudden. The storm starts popping up, you know, well, mm-hmm. in kayak, it ain't like, you know, fire it up and then <laughs> run back to the boat ramp. And it's uh starts to pedal. And so I start to pedal in my old town Big Water 132, and it only goes so fast, and I got a long way to go. And, uh, and it starts a couple times, cracked
4: lightning, like, on Gr- top of me. Grumbling. Ugh. Oh, I hate that, man. I hate lightning. And, uh, I was
2: like, <sighs> uh, and so mm. grab the life jacket. And put it on. I said, "You know what? If I get struck by lightning out here, I'm by myself. At least I'll float. At least they can find me. Floating. Yeah, they'll find me floating. You know. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> and, Great uh, thought. Take take the rods, lay them down, mm-hmm. and behind me, and to where they're not in the rod holders anymore. They're but they're tucked in. At least uh, lower my profile as much as I can. Absolutely. And this was the what I was telling Kevin about is that you know when I got back to the ramp and it's pouring rain. There's like Parking lots full of water and walking through water to, to get the kayak loaded back up. Unfortunately, the lightning had quit by then, but the rain hadn't quit. And I was soaking wet and, you know, got down to my skivvies to to get home. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you now, that life jacket that I got, and I, I don't remember. I swear, the,
4: officer, I was caught in a rainstorm. I know. I, know. I don't normally wear my underwear when yeah, I'm dropping home. I know. Home. <laughs>
2: but uh, I can tell you that it makes all the difference in the world when you have a life jacket that's comfortable mm-hmm. and you oh, don't yeah. mind wearing it Mustang. and I didn't mind wearing it. And this is a, a kayak specific life jacket. Yeah. And I have to look at the name of it cause I, I bought it online and, and it was, it was awesome to, to put it on because it didn't encumber me. Yeah. You know, it, it didn't alter anything that I was doing and, uh, and I probably should wear it all the time, mm-hmm. you know, unless it's, you know, you're, you're with some other people or whatever. But uh, but anyway, that's, uh, I think Tim brings up a great point. Make sure your life jackets are, are still in working condition. Yeah. Make sure that they fit because if they don't fit, then they don't, they don't get warm.
0: Right. Look, look, I want to add something into the hunting aspect of that is your safety harness. Sa- same thing. you know. If you get a comfortable one. That's right. Um, then and, you, and, don't and, and you don't mind wearing it. You don't mind wearing it. I mean, I don't even know that I have mine on. I don't either. I put mine on as soon as I walk, get up in the morning yep. at the cabin. That's yep. the first thing I put on when I get dressed. I do the same thing. I know, put the uh,
4: straps in my pockets so when I get to the stand, I can wrap the straps underneath my legs. Yep. And, I, you know, even when I'm going to a ladder stand, I still strap to the tree.
2: All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do a weather and the tides. But most importantly, Mr. Chris Wayne is going to share his Kirby Code oh, Builders right. cooking tip of the week yes. tool that – him and his lovely wife have, and uh, he, we have been promised that on October the 8th, eighth, uh, yes. Yes. Chris is going to cook for us using yes. his air fryer. The
0: Which is our Kirby Cook cooking anniversary. Tablo- That's right. going to have years. him cook In for year. us on our In that That's right.
2: 25, 25, 25 years, and we're going to get. Chris, Chris hasn't
1: cooked life. for us ever. That's right, pretty much ever. <laughs> ever. And, and honestly, you know I mean, what? And you can you can sit there and think that that's an insult, but really, I'm I'm helping you because <laughs> I'm about as good in the kitchen as Kevin. That's right,
3: oh. Okay.
2: Yep, uh, we got two uh, two novices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, oh. let's take a break. We come back. We'll do the Kirby Co Builders cooking tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nibnick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for Kirby Co. Builders. Can, can, can
0: I tell just a real quick story? just Just sure. very quick. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I love people who come fishing with me, but this was so funny. Um, I, had a, I had a ring power trip, and I get to the rocks. I put the trolling motor down, and there was a gentleman, right? Uh-huh. And he's... Walking around my boat, looking at the floor. I mean, you know, and I'm I'm going, you know, I'm kind of looking at him. But, you know, I'm trying yeah. to get rods to people and stuff. And uh. and uh, I said, uh, I said, Roger, what are you looking for? He said, Where's the foot pedal?
3: <laughs> <laughs> for the trolling motor. Here's your sign. <laughs> and I started laughing. I'm
0: <laughs> Like, there's no foot pedals anymore, Roger. That's that's a, that's kind of old school right there. And then I, I held up the remote. You know, and he goes. Here's your foot pedal. Yeah, and he's like, "Really? I mean, he'd never seen anything never like that. Never seen it. No, yeah. no. Do no. they make trolling motors? And do, do bass fishermen still use the don't foot pedal? I think pill? so. Uh, I think they do. Did you? Have you ever tried it? it's, it's near impossible. It's Damn near
4: impossible.
0: Yeah. You remember? I think, what, I think still using. You remember when we fished Mosquito Lagoon? Oh yeah. And 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 Craig and John Wilder were on the boat, and Craig's trying to get. The anchor undone, and he tells John Wilder to get on the trolling motor, and it was a foot control. Yeah. And and and, and this they was, were the camera boat. It was not good. And, and he hit the foot, and he starts doing circles. <laughs> I mean, literally, and Craig's hanging on the back of the boat. Stop, stop. And he didn't even switch it and go the other way around. It was not good. <laughs> it was ugly. That's pretty funny. Oh, uh, it was funny. Yeah. I, had to, I had to
2: search that see if they still make foot. Control. I think control. I'm do. sure they do. I think. I'm, they sure, I'm sure they do. They do. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Kirby Co Builders cooking tip of the week. Kirby Co Builders industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Chris, you got a new uh, air fryer. What? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, what
1: prompted that? It was uh, that would be my wife uh, <laughs> finding a sale. Right. Um, so she, ma- she made money. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, sure she did. Uh, so uh, Wayne Manor, we are big into the air fryer. I I mean, use it all the time. The only problem with the air fryer is, is that even if you get a big one, it's still kind of small. So when you want to cook two different things, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you got to do them one after the other, and then you got to keep the other, the first thing warm, and that just doesn't doesn't work right. So uh, she went out and bought um, a Ninja Foodie XL two basket air fryer. And this thing, and you can see the picture on mm-hmm. on the facebook page so so this thing has some cool features to it, which are really cool. You can uh take like a massive amount of food, like like three pounds of frozen french fries or something, and you could dump it in both, and then it'll run across both at the same time so you you know like if you're it. doing a party tray right or something like that, you're good. but the cool thing. Is that you can also do something called a smart finish setting, mm-hmm. and so you can put two different things in each basket, and you can with totally different temperatures, totally different settings, and totally different times. Yeah, and that cool. air fryer will match it up so they finish at the same time.
2: What is um, just out of curiosity? Yeah. How how much can you put in each compartment?
1: Uh, let's say chicken wings
2: uh, well now let's say a whole chicken you put a whole oh, chicken yes, on each side yes oh, yeah. you
1: could put a whole chicken in in a side could not yeah. put oh. a turkey
2: in there though right no you no, cannot no, put no, a okay. turkey in there no but, but you could definitely,
1: definitely definitely put a whole you a, could put a whole, whole chicken oh yeah on yep. one side oh yeah, uh-huh. oh, yeah. yep and that's awesome put the potatoes in yeah, the and other so, side yeah, yeah. And so yeah so that'll cook and then you can put potatoes or
4: you know broccoli
1: and i have one
4: not
1: that big i have i have one that's half that size
2: okay and you can Chris got the Mac Daddy. Yeah, He got, yeah, this he got the Cadillac.
1: Yeah, this What that
2: thing cost?
1: Uh so my wife got it on sale for a hundred and seventy bucks. Okay. I okay. went on I went on Amazon and I found it all the way up to two hundred and I actually found as a part of their they call it Amazon Renewed mm-hmm. and it's their refurb store. And they had it for a hundred and twenty refurbished. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
4: And did you cook us anything?
1: Oh that's cute. Look oh, okay. at oh. you've been waiting for 3 hours for that nonsense. Okay. I'll make sure I'll make sure on the 8th I'll make sure I cook enough for 3. That's right. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, uh, couldn't help it. Yeah. All right, let's it's do killer. a uh, <laughs> tide
2: report brought to you by Angie Subs, best sub shop in Jacksonville, and it's not even close, and and they do not I do the air fry up. French fries at Angie's.
0: I make myself laugh. <laughs>
2: Tides for today at uh, Mayport at uh, nine eleven a.m. about uh, forty four minutes ago, it was a high tide that was a five point five five. Three o'clock p.m. is a low tide. That's a point. Zero four, actually a negative negative point zero four, and then tomorrow in the morning at 10.01 a.m that's a high tide that's a 5.67 that's uh the mayport tides brought to you by angie subs and then your weather report brought to you by the best barbecue in jacksonville and that's the bearded oh, pig
4: oh the hands down oh it's so good the
2: brisket that they have it's oh my goodness
4: hateful i, I can't uh
2: You think we're hungry? I'm going BTs, man. Anyway, today, south winds 10 to 15 knots, becoming southeast around 15 knots during the afternoon, seas 4 to 5 feet. And you have a chance of showers and thunderstorms that are actually likely today, so keep your eyes out. Tomorrow, south winds 5 to 10 knots, becoming southeast 10 to 15 during the afternoon, 3 to 4 feet. Chance of showers with a slight chance of thunderstorms in the morning, then showers and thunderstorms likely in the afternoon. Monday, southwest winds 5 to 10 Becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon, and then the chance of uh, thunderstorms and and uh, showers as well. And unfortunately, our weather forecast in northeast Florida for the next 10 days has rained in it. Yeah,
0: no, it's, yeah. We, we've we've had enough.
2: And uh, Georgia, it looks like we're going to get a little bit of a break up there, but uh, yeah, not is this, here. Is, is the
0: Swanee flood? Uh the uh, the Satilla is. Shall, so the, when you the, cross the bridge, you didn't know some flood. Aukmoogi is yeah. high. It's high, it, but it's 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 still okay. McCony high. Yeah, but the, yeah. the Satilla's out of its banks. Uh, yeah, that's uh. the one I did. Hey, by the way, who whose eight point is this on our Facebook? That's that's one of ours. Okay, that's a nice buck. Yeah, that's,
2: yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen our Facebook post from earlier in the week, what uh, Kevin is talking about is this eight point buck that was uh, put up on our Facebook page, and that's a nice deer. Yeah,
4: that's a the. Where's on. that at? That's St. Mary's. That's a heck of that's heck of a, a deer. It, Kevin it, had you had a cool picture. of, Was that a
0: hawk? Yeah. did you see that? <laughs> that
4: really was cool. weird, man. That yeah. looks like some kind of
0: spider or something I, running I, across that grass. I, I, I was it, like, it was what funny because because Roger was checking the, the the chips on his computer. He's like, oh, look at this, and, and that's what I love about trail cameras. You know, it's it's the, the some of the the pictures you get, but that hawk, very is, cool, is picture. A cool picture. Yeah, yeah. It it's way cool. Yeah, it's amazing
2: the trail camera captured that. I know. Uh, the other thing that I think is, is very interesting, the shrimp boat that's on the beach down there in yes. South Ponta Vedra. Unbelievable. And that uh, the St. John's County Commission asked for a grant to remove the shrimp boat.
0: I, I, when, I, when I read that, I was like, what the what? Yeah, yeah they got to get a grant. Well, the, mean, they, they have to pay for it? We have to pay for it? Y- yeah, we. Yeah. We,
2: that's taxpayers' money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, shouldn't the owner of the boat have to pay for getting it off the sand? I don't know. Anyway, uh, go to our Facebook page make a okay. comment, and uh, we'll talk about that topic next week right here
0: on the Nimnic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Absolutely. And, Jeff, as usual, the Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors.
2: Circle K, Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store with Bearded Pig, Claw Nolan Cadillac, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Subs, Sienhatchie River Club, Moe's Southwest Grill, and of course, the Nimnik family of dealerships, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway, and five-time Chevy Dealer Award winner of the
0: year. That's a Nimic Chevrolet on cassettes and next week we will invite and have a new sponsor Duck Duck Rooter. Quack, quack. <laughs> looking great. forward to that folks remember anything you do in the outdoors always think safety first y'all have a great weekend see you see you
4: see you I have my problem to because
3: I'm hooked.